What's going on, you fucking bush leaguers? Welcome to episode number 52. Yeah. yeah. We made it to 52. See, see, Sabathia. Yo, Sispedis. Yo, is. Yo, and is Sispedis. Uh-huh. And Bread Hand. The left one. <laughs> uh, I love that. We've made it to episode 52. The same number of weeks in a year. Is it? It sure is. Nice. Yeah. 52 weeks in a year. So we've been going on for a year. You know, we've never talked about our one year anniversary. On this pod? Yeah, we did. Did we? Yeah, yeah. We Maybe. were in Arizona for that. We didn't do an episode. We well, were going to do an episode about it, but we never did. Yeah, we definitely so, were in Arizona, but we didn't talk about it. Okay, well, we've been around for a year. Yeah. And essentially, we've had maybe 62 or 63 actual including, uploads. Including like bonuses. Bonuses and all that, which I think we're due for a Sunday League banter. Yeah, overdue. Yeah. But my name is Boski. <laughs> What up? And I'm here with my motherfucking co-host, DH. That's me. And Lil Rube is MIA for today. Those are crickets. And so is Betty. Betty's not here, unfortunately. But producer creep. Producer- Where you at, dog? That's right. Yeah. So we're in the house today. Uh, it's Friday night. It's kind of hot. Is it hot today? It's a little warm, but you know, it's just because we bring the heat tonight, Boski. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, what quenches the heat? What's that? Stuff that you drink. So let's go around the horn. <laughs> <laughs> some hydration. <laughs> some hydration. Yeah. Uh, so DH brought some shit called jungle juice. I did, but it's not the kind of jungle juice that you had at a house party when you were in high school. No. Out of an ice chest. No. No. <clears throat> this came from Brewery X in Anaheim, California. And you know why I bought this, Boski? Why? In honor of your episode with Halo Haven. All Angels Podcast. All Angels Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, congratulations on joining his his podcast there. Yeah. Because the Angels are playing the Red Sox. Yeah, the, the bigger third finally got onto the pod. <laughs> that a boy. <laughs> that a boy. So, you know, I was at, I was at BevMo today, or should I say MoBev, no free ads. Mobile. I was at Mobiff today getting some uh, some brews, and I just happened to pass by the aisle, and it looked pretty on the can. You know, it looks tropical. Jungle Juice, hardest seltzer, 10% alcohol, bro. Oh, it really does say hardest. You know? That's funny. And it and, says made with real fruit. <laughs> I don't and, think there's any fruit in this shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so either. But anyway, Brewery X, we're both drinking this. Jungle Juice. From Anaheim, California. Shout out uh, Halo Haven Podcast, Angel, All Angels Podcast. Yeah, All Angels Podcast. Daniel over there forgetting Boski on the episode. Yeah, that was fun. Like I was, right? ac- I was actually, I was not Boski. Okay. Uh, I was, uh, I was told by our by our boy Javi, uh-huh. friend of the pod, that uh, that I was just Ralph. Okay. It was like he says it was weird listening to the episode because uh, it wasn't Boski. That was Ralph. <laughs> we don't know who Ralph is. <laughs> like who the fuck is Ralph? <laughs> Ralph only shows up at Fargate. <laughs> he works at Fargate. He's only yeah, that's it. <laughs> Boski doesn't give a fuck when he's in the fucking pop room. Oh, dude. Yeah, Boski's an absolute. When he's in his cave, 
That's it. Yeah, I'm a little bit in between today, though. I, yeah. Nice and chill. It's Friday. I had a long-ass week. And it's just you and I tonight. Yeah. Rube is sitting this one out. He's got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. I don't blame the guy because he is in the process of creating the headquarters. HQ2. 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 That is in the works. Yeah. I, and, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not trying to name it for him, mm-hmm. but, uh, I mean, it's HQ2. Yeah. That, that's the working name? That's the working name. Working I, name. I like that, though. HQ2. Yeah. I can see that. Mm-hmm. SLHQ2. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, so he, he's a little busy tonight. So Boski and I are going to be holding it down. I'm going to be gone this weekend. Yeah. Cause, uh, Where are you going? I'm going to Colorado tomorrow, oh, homie. Word, the weed state. <laughs> yeah. Damn, the first state to legalize uh, the marriage of Wayne. So I have a question about What's that. that? Um, can you just like walk around the street smoking weed? Like, like In you Colorado? Do the, no. I don't know. I don't okay. know. But uh, <clears throat> when I went to Seattle... Uh, the first year that they legalized it, uh, that was the first thing. One of the first things that I did is I went to a dispensary just to kind of see, like, what's the process like? Can I just walk in, uh-huh. you know, buy some mota and then just to, like puff it down <laughs> Dude, the street? You chase that mota. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> and so, yeah. And so basically, you walk in, you just show your ID, make sure you're okay. legal, and um, and you you go choose, you know, Whatever choose you want. your choose your weapon. No shit. Uh, and. Um, and 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 they tell you like okay don't don't bring it out don't pull it out just yet you know wait till you get you know a little bit down the road and then if you do get stopped by law enforcement mm-hmm. they will just tell you to put it out okay that's it like they won't cite you or nothing you d- they just tell you to put it out now nowadays i don't know if it's different but this was a few years back gotcha. so i'm sure that they've kind of tightened up the restrictions you know just like how you can't walk around with an open can of, of beer right, right, right. out on that the street you probably can't walk around with an open doobie in your hand so mm-hmm. it is what it is and, but i'm not going for that and that's in that's in washington seattle washington that was in washington yeah and okay, in colorado so, so what's the 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 procedure here what's the protocol is here like it, oh yeah you know you're not you're, you're not supposed to consume it like out after you've left the shop, like you consume it in your own home. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. The, in California, there's there's really a few. There's only a few places that have a license to be able to uh, allow their patrons to consume on 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 site. Okay. There's not that many, mm-hmm. so you have to have that type of place. And uh, I don't I don't really know. I don't really know. But kinda, then again, kind of like an alcohol license. You yeah. Have a weed license. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. I know there's a restaurant in L.A. where you can buy it, and then right uh-huh. next door, you can sit down, have some food and and smoke uh i don't know the name of the restaurant but even if i did yeah. no free ads no free ads. they don't need our free ads because yeah. they're in la and they are backed by miley cyrus <laughs> oh well there you go she's the ratchet <laughs> yeah. one that had the uh the like the tongue out and right she's so ratchet bro <laughs> i'm sorry for the kids that grew up watching <sighs> hannah montana um is she hannah montana Oh yeah, Miley Cyrus oh, is Hannah fuck. Montana. That's crazy. <laughs> That's what a lot of the uh, you know what I confuse her and Hillary Duff. Oh really? Yeah, I confuse them both. I could see that. Yeah, they, yeah, I could see that. They were both on Disney. They look the same. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not to not to get too deep yeah. into it, but, <laughs> but they look they look the yeah. same to me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, not to digress too much. Yeah, I'm going to Colorado this weekend. I do have tickets for the Rockies and Reds on Sunday. And I nice. plan on taking some, you know, some video footage of that and yeah. putting it on our Sunday League podcast. Now you did go to YouTube. to Dodgers Mariners the other night. I did, man. Did yeah, you? I did. I went to Dodgers Mariners Tuesday night, and excuse me, Mariners were up the whole game mm-hmm. until they gave it up late in the game, specifically in the bottom of the eighth inning. Gavin Lux. 
Uh, this guy, <laughs> he finally did something. Hits a bomb to put them up by one run. Uh, oh, no, actually, I'm sorry. They ended up winning the game 7-4, to four, I think, is what the final score was. Gotcha. But Gavin Lux, did you watch the home run? Uh, I may have seen it. Okay. I may have seen somebody hitting a home run. So he like, hits, no. He hits a home run. I swipe. <laughs> to, to right center. Uh, it's a pretty deep, right? Yeah. And then as soon as he hits it, he just kind of drops the bat. And he looks in his dugout and he slaps his chest a few times and he says, "Oh, he's one of those." He says, uh, "Las flaquitos, las flaquitos." Nice. I mean, he really said, "Let's fucking go." But if you look on the video replay and there's no sound, you could really you could really picture him say, "Las flaquitos." That's hilarious. <laughs> so <laughs> he um, he hits a home run. Jogs around the bases. And another thing that I noticed about his home run is how tight his pants were. Oh, <laughs> Dude, shit. His pants were so tight. It looks like his they were painted on they his were legs. Ba- <laughs> and uh, he had this big-ass helmet on his head, so he kind of looked like a Funko at batting. Oh, <laughs> it looked fuck. a little funny. But regardless, yeah, Gavin Lux. Freddie Funko in the box. Gavin, <laughs> no free ads, Freddie Funko. Gavin Lux hit the homer, put them up ahead, mm. and that was all she wrote. But it was it's it was crazy. great. I will tell you this, Boski. Okay, I do want to say this. Do, do the troughs still exist with ice cubes? I don't know what that is. Oh no, 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 they don't. The, they the don't. Pissing no, troughs. no, they don't. Oh, well, that's no. an improvement. I do want to say this, and this is important for me to say. Okay. Because go. you know we've we've kind of talked on this podcast about you know Dodger Stadium and, and Dodger fans and things uh-huh. like that. And I will tell you this: I had an awesome time at Dodger Stadium. I mm-hmm. took my daughter and I took my homie, who will be anonymous, but his name is Quan. <laughs> and he brought his daughter and and he's a Dodgers fan his daughter's a Dodgers fan me my daughter we're Mariners fans so we had our Mariners gear on yeah but i will say the renovations that they made to Dodger Stadium are much more family friendly mm-hmm. you can walk around the entire stadium on one single level oh, okay and see all the different you know viewpoints of the stadium right. you got to see the game and then at the same time dude they got a shake shack in center field have you been to Shake Shack? Uh, which one? Is, in Vegas? No. There's Shake Shack in Vegas. There's a Shake Shack, I think, that, that the LAX or NLA. Yeah. Is Shake there, Shack. Is, is there one right here at the at the mall called uh, uh, Schmaforia Fardens? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's 50-50s? Is that no. Fi- no, that's a burger place. Slater. Okay, anyway. Well, Shake Shack is a burger place. And they oh, also make shakes, but gotcha, okay. Shake Shack, yeah, they um, there there's one in Vegas, and mm. they're they're popping off in Vegas. Okay, but uh, they have one at Dodger Stadium. Gotcha, and and they got one in Center Field. So we walked around, and they got a lot of nice views of Dodger Stadium. Dodger fans were super respectful. Like they were talking, you know, they Should were they chirping. better be right. Shit. They were chirping and they were talking, especially on the Gavin Lux homer. Right. Oh my gosh, bro, my ears were ringing. But <laughs> Dodger, Dodger Stadium was very respectful. Uh-huh. So I got to say, you know, props to Dodger Stadium and all the Dodger fans that game. Again, it was the Mariners. It wasn't the Giants. What it wasn't re- the Padres. What, what he really wants to say is thank you to all you assholes out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for not kicking my yeah, ass. Yeah, said it. I took my daughter and I was a little concerned at first. Uh-huh. But I got to say, it was an awesome experience. Yeah. And I would definitely go well, to Dodger that was Stadium your, again. To your daughter was your guardian angel. She was. Dude, ain't nobody going to mess with it. Ain't nobody going <laughs> to fuck with me. But at the oh, same yeah. time, if it was just me by myself, I'm sure I would have had a good time too. Right, right. So, yeah, I got to say, man, have you been to Dodger Stadium lately? Not lately, no. When was the last time you went to a game? Uh, it's been a long time. Like, I actually may have worn a Dodgers jersey to the stadium the last damn, time I went. Damn, that long ago. Yeah, that's how long it's been. Fuck. Well, I, I'll tell you I, what. Honestly, dude, I think we were... I'm 36. 
We I think we went for Rube's twenty first birthday. Was or, it twenty one? No. The, it was the, for one of his birthdays. It, yeah, it was that time that we all went together with JP. It was in his early twenties. Early twenties. Yeah. It wasn't his twenty first birthday, but but I may because you know I have I have a Dodgers jersey because I, I played on a Dodgers team that that, right. that was important to me in my uh very mm-hmm. short mm-hmm. uh playing days or right. whatever. But uh honestly I yeah, the last time I went was was with the little Rube over here. Mm-hmm. Well, and I wish Rube was here so I could tell him to his face that he sucks. That Dodger fans are not as bad as he makes them out to be. And especially now. <laughs> especially now, like, I mean, with the renovations to the stadium, right. it's definitely more family friendly. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot more families there, a lot more, you know, kids. And there's 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 a lot of things to do there. But, you know, at the same time, you know, you also have, like, I, I remember walking in and there was this, this dude with a face tattoo under his eye oh, who was just waiting by the gate because his lady was getting patted down. Oh, shit. <laughs> so there's still that. <laughs> but <laughs> at the same time, wow, I had a great time. So That's I can't complain up. about it. That's what's can't up. Can't complain. But I, Mariners lost, so that's my only complaint. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, I mean, throughout my week. Yeah, what's um, up? I, 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 I did get my first dose of the COVID vaccine. Wow. Felt like boy. straight ass for, right? for a couple of days. It knocks you out for a bit. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, I got it and then I went to work right after and then I came Fucking home. Champ. I came home and I was like, ugh. <laughs> it sounded like butthead. That was not cool. Hey, Beavis. This sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fire. Fire, fire. I need TP for my, my bunghole. I am the great cornholio. <laughs> Was that your wife? <laughs> Pretty much. With her pregnant ass. <laughs> uh, That's I, right. But yeah, my wife's 14 weeks, man. Damn, Con- bro. Congrats, man. Yeah, thank you. Thank That's you. That's awesome. Um, we know the gender. Not going to say it. No, you're not going to say not it. I'm going to say it. I told you earlier, but. Mm-hmm. I know it. Uh, yeah, that slipped. That My, my wife slipped up. But uh, you baited her. Yeah, she. You yeah, baited her. She slipped like a nip, but that's okay. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> thank you for letting but, me know. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, along the lines of Dodger Stadium, mm-hmm. I did. I was able to catch the vlog that uh, Eric Sims and... Mm-hmm. Uh, and Rube? I almost said his chick. <laughs> that's not his chick, but... Neither uh, confirmed nor denied. Nah, dude. They they don't interact the same way as like Luba mm-hmm. and Bauer. They're, right. they're, they're too... They're... No. Right. That's confirmed. For, for me, No. But you know that's uh that's that that baseball TMZ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they went to Dodger Stadium. They don't. They like uh, Eric Sims and and uh, Paige, Paige don't don't have that type of bedroom connection that I don't you think can so. see on the video. Nah, dude. Like they're kind of like a brother and sister. Mm-hmm. Like like they're like it. It feels it comes off very brother. And somehow they work together. Like they work well. Yeah. And uh, they also went to Angel Stadium. Oh really? Yeah. And uh, the consensus. Be- between the two videos was that Angel Stadium was way better than Do- than Dodger Stadium or Acor- Padres according to them uh, okay. Dodgers versus Angel Stadium okay yeah so i don't know i mean i guess i got to i guess i got to go right you got to go to both bro yeah you got to go to yeah. Do- well Dodger Stadium like i said great time i would definitely go again mm. and i think we should go as a pod I, maybe I, when I, the Dodgers play the Astros like Rube was saying maybe we should go to uh, a Padres game like sometime next that weekend. too that'd be cool oh <clears throat> Yeah. Like, you mean when they play the Mariners? That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> we'll discuss that at a later time. Discuss. Um, so, but, uh, hold on. Uh, shit, where was I going with this? Uh, you, you got your shot. I got my shot, and, yeah, it felt like shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, here we are today. There you go. 
And we're recording early this week because we are all busy. Yep. So this episode is uh, being recorded on Friday. A lot of stuff happening in baseball this week. And hopefully nothing else <laughs> important happens over the weekend. Because okay, we won't cover real. it till the next episode. For real. So, I mean, sometimes I'm like, man, we should wait till Sunday night baseball is over. And then we should record. <laughs> but that's tough, man. Yeah. On a Sunday night, that shit is fucking hard. Yeah. The way we record. Um, I did go to the Rancho Cucamonga Quakes game at the Inland Empire 66ers last Saturday because my wife got tickets, free okay. tickets. You were complaining it was, it that was I wasn't night, taking right? you. It was, it was nurse, nurse night. Yeah, yeah. yeah nurse night. Yeah. <laughs> nurse and nurse night. There's plenty of nurses there too, I'm sure. Nurse night. And uh, dude, the only thing I can say about low A versus high A is the players in low A straight up look like high schoolers really like, they just got out of high school i can't no tell shit. you how many players on the roster that i saw that were born in the 2000s mm. and they look tiny ass on the field you're like i should be out there they look tiny on the field dude except for the dude that was pitching was probably the tallest guy Five <laughs> ten. <510. laughs> yeah he was probably the tallest guy and he actually kind of kind of reminded me a little bit of like a freaking uh uh charlie morton Oh, okay. Just his delivery. Charlie Morton's and, skinny. Or um, there was another guy pitching that reminded me of Jared Weaver. Oh, so, Jesus. But th- aside from that, like everybody else on the field was tiny. I, mean, I could hit Jared Weaver. You remember You remember coming out of high school, bro? How tall were you out of high school? Uh, the, about the same height I am now. 5'11". <laughs> yeah? Yeah. All right. These kids look like they were like 5'6", five, 5'7". Five. Five, Dude, that pisses me uh, off. I don't know, man. I'll go out there right now. One of those dudes hit two homers, though. Really? One of them went to straightaway center. It was nice. an absolute tank, so... Shout out to them. Yeah, that's what's up. I mean, these kids are strong. They're ripped. They, they have. I'm. I'm sure now they have better nutrition. Mm-hmm. They got access to the gym, the weights, and all mm-hmm. that bullshit. Like uh, strength training now, like what it is now compared to what it was then. Yeah, two different worlds. Yeah, two so, different worlds, man. Interesting. I think we should definitely hit up a minor league game as well. Definitely. Um, let me. I want to add something. It mm-hmm. back to to Sims and and his little sister. All right. <laughs> they were doing a. Uh, they they crashed like a softball practice, like a high school softball practice <laughs> at a high school baseball practice really? right there at the Quakes. Oh, no. You kidding. know how they have the side fields, the softball yeah. fields, and they have like the bigger field down yeah. down the way? They crashed bo- uh, both, uh, All both right. things. I was like, hey, I played softball there once. <laughs> Slow and, pitch? And, and, yeah, and then it says Lone Mart Field on there. Yeah. No free ads. But yeah, it was cool. Like, it's like they were so close yet so far away, you know? Boski, you played slow pitch softball? I did once for one season oh. as a favor to a friend. Oh, Me, and it was with Rube, actually. And Damn. Yeah, dude, Boski. softball sucks, bro. Come on. I mean, now. I could, I could change. I played left center because that's a thing in softball. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> stupid. That's so. Four outfielders. There's, it's either like right, center, left, and then rover, or like yeah. left, left, center. Yeah. Anyways. You just but, can't play the dirt. Dude, I was. I was no, I won't. I, I, I'm sure I can, I can catch the ball. I just, I can't throw a softball, dude. Mm. I can't throw it. Like I, you have to grab it with your whole hand. Mm-hmm. That's weird. <laughs> you have to use all five fingers. That's weird. You know, I can't throw from different angles like I'm used to with with a regular baseball, dude. Like, Come on, bro, it's like grabbing a titty, dude. <laughs> just well, the only difference is you have to throw it. <laughs> to imagine throwing a titty. <laughs> no, you don't throw a titty. Don't throw titties, guys. <laughs> that's awkward. <laughs> If you're throwing the titty, you might want to question who you're with. Yeah, then the your night is over. <laughs> oh, my God. So let's get into some fact checks real quick. Boski uh, from last episode, we talked about the 1960s, the, if they mount, lowered the mound, and they did, and it was in 1969. Yeah. First time nice. they lowered the mound. Yep. The excellent year. Jake Cronenworth. <laughs> 
Jake Cronenworth. Jake Cronenworth. Uh, Rube's all over this fool's jock about his his bat to ball skills. Dude, I mean he's not wrong. He's not wrong, he's not but wrong. I do have some facts because okay. we have to fact check okay. Jake Cronenworth. Is he as good as he said he is? Okay. So he has an at bat to strikeout ratio of six point oh six at bats per strikeout. Okay. Okay. Now, how does that match up to current major leaguers? Uh, I will tell you that right now the active leader in at-bats per strikeout is Andrelton Simmons. He's got 10 at-bats per strikeout. So, so Jake Cronin So he doesn't he, it's saying that he doesn't strike out as much as He often. doesn't strike out as okay. much. Yeah, he's got 10 at-bats before okay. he strikes out. That that Simmons. That's huh? pretty awesome, right? Yeah. So, uh Jake Cronenworth would currently rank uh, around 24th in at bats per strikeout for active okay. players, but but to uh to add to Rube's argument, mm-hmm. he did say swing and miss. It was swing and miss strikeouts. Swing and miss strikeouts. Okay, yes. I don't have those numbers. Oh, that that that's a deep dive into. Uh, that's too deep, bro. That's too deep for me. Yeah, that's too deep. Yeah, I gotta come up. For if anybody air a can point bit. us in the right direction, please <laughs> let us know. But yeah, it, it was a swing and miss strikeout. I do have strikeout percentages. Like okay. what percent of of uh, what percent of plate appearances is somebody striking out? Okay. The leader right now is Nick Madrigal with the White Sox. He strikes out 5% of the time. Every time he goes up to the plate, he's only striking out 5%. Jake Cronenworth it's not bad. is 25th. He strikes out 13.8% of the time. Okay. So that's, yeah, well, 5% is excellent, bro. It's not bad. Excellent. What do you mean that's not bad? That's excellent. <laughs> he only strikes out five times every 100 at bat. Yeah, but the top it's five, nuts. I will tell you the top five is Nick Madrigal. Jeff McNeil is okay. 7.4%. Fletcher, 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 Fletcher. Kevin Newman, 7.7. Uh-huh. Tommy Edmond, 10.7. That's your boy. Whit Merrifield, 10.7. Okay. You right. said uh, Fletcher? He's yeah, 14th at 12.5%. Wow. Who else? Anybody else you can think of um, off the top of your head that's got great bat to balls? I was gonna say David Eckstein. <laughs> Hold on, I give you, let me think. Come on, who I'm, do you, I, I'm going. I'm thinking Red Sox. Like they they strike out more more than not. There's no Red Sox in the top. Who 25. do you think puts their bat best to the balls? That's tough. Who do you think is your best Red Sox bat to balls guy? Verdugo. That a boy. He is eighth on the list at 11.6 percent really? strikeouts. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't strike out too much. But uh-huh. see, here's the thing. Boom. I just, as soon as you ask, I'll ask where to go. Easy. Yeah. And then uh, Luis Arraez, that's another one of your guys. Oh, yeah. The twins. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 11.1%. Good for sixth on it's the Fucking list. Rod Carew right there, man. So there's your uh, fact checks from last week. It's another fun. guy that's on that list for at bats to strikeout ratio is Albert Pujols. He's got 8.3 at bats before he strikes out. Yeah, what the f- <laughs> So, that's some numbers for you. Um, somebody out there listening who's uh, front office in the major leagues, probably not, but um, there's th- that's a good number if you were looking to sign pools. <laughs> there's this Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> oh, that's, don't look that up. No, no. <laughs> don't look up Instagram, but on Instagram. That's I'm- a study page. Is it really? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I get it now. Dude, I swear I've been I've been dropping the ball with getting the jokes lately. Oh, my bad, dude. Anyway, so sometimes my head's in the clouds. Yeah, keep going. Um, but yeah, there, there's a, there's an Instagram account. It's called Bush League. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it Bush League One Hundred One? Bush League One Hundred One. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was like, "All right, Pujols, just hear me out." <laughs> and then just says, "Dot dot dot." That shit is hilarious. <laughs> he was gonna try to recruit him for his Sunday oh, team. Shit. <laughs> I love that kind of shit. I mean, obviously, Hell it's not yes. real, but. I mean, Pujols is a guy that's available. So yeah. I, I also saw a graphic today that stated I, I don't remember what it was, 
But I said that uh, there's about four teams interested in Pujols right mm-hmm. now, now that he's cleared waivers. Let's get into that a little bit, but a little bit later. A little bit later. Yeah. Cool. So that's all I got for fact checks. Okay. Uh, fantasy baseball update. Ooh. Shall we? Shall we? Let's get into our podcast, Sunday League, the podcast, Fantasy League. Uh, we lost last week to Again? Brian Mag's dugout. We lost to a bunch of girls? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. We lost, we lost just to spite you, Boski. <laughs> Shit. <Yeah. laughs> Fucking girls tankers. are going to dominate this episode. I'm going to tell you that for now. But, yeah, we <laughs> lost last week to Brian Mag's dugout. Deservedly so. Interesting. We are currently tied with the Steel podcast. And Winless. it's... We're one and four. We won one. Oh, okay. Yeah, we won one. So we're not dead. Or are no. we are tied for dead last? Well, we're last in our division, to be honest oh, with you. It's brutal. Um, but All Angels Podcast is leading the beer league at four and one. Nice. Real Talk Baseball, three and two. Take a Pitch, three and two. Um, and then Brian Mags dug out two, two and one. Okay. Is it 705 yet? Yeah, no, it's, two and three. it's 838. <laughs> bleachers, View from the Bleachers, two and three. Beers on the Bench, one, three and one. We're battling with them for last place. We're one and four. Crazy. In the Bush League, the boys from Gone Bridge are doing some work. My guys. 5-0. and oh, My guys. The only undefeated team. Box seat banter, badass. Big Billy. dick Billy Ballas. Big dick Billy Ballas. <laughs> That's Hell a lot yeah. of B's and D's. B's. <laughs> <laughs> Box seat banter is at 4-1. Oh, my God. And um, Pesky Pole Podcast is hitting a little bit of a rough patch. He graduated. They started. Th- oh, is he, that what it is? Yeah, he graduated. Okay, okay. I've been, I've been keeping. Not okay. that I keep tabs on him. That's yeah, a poor well, choice. Congratulations of words, to that guy. Hell yeah, fucking. Yeah, there you go, man. You know, hey, you're making you're moving up in life, hell my yeah. friend. Welcome to the real world, fucker. I, am, I remember when I was in the young, <laughs> my early twenties. Yeah, holla at your boy. Not a boy, but yeah, you're you're only, you have lost your last two matchups. Pod, it happens. Uh, it pesky happens. Pole, Can't so. win them all. There we go. Yeah. At now, some point, Gone Bridge is gonna lose. They're not. They're. I don't think anybody goes. They're not undefeated. invincible. They're yeah. not invincible. No, not at no. all. Right, the Yips at two and three. Uh, three and no take at two and three. The Steel Podcast two and three. Uh, Deep Fryer also two and three. A lot Oof. of teams tied at two and three in the Bush League. That's the other division. Yeah. And then the Blue Jays today one and four. Now who? Blue Jays today. <laughs> Got it. They actually won. Wow. So there you go, Boski. We're tied with them, huh? You know, uh, open mouth, insert foot. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, better foot than something else. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. All right, and then let's go. Let's go into our personal little podcast. We have have a few. We have like two. Yeah, we have two personal ones. We well, this is the one that we started at Sunday League the podcast. um, The Wake and Rake League. Wake and Rake Beta. Boski, I got to tell you, you're in first right now, homie. Yeah, I'm a fucking stud. Four zero and one. Yeah, and I'm whooping ass eleven to three to uh, Tijuana Dreamers, <laughs> which you fleeced by the way. I totally fleeced. you took Mike Trout from TJ Dreamers. I didn't. I didn't put a gun to his head. No, you didn't. But you took advantage of this man. No, I didn't. How dare you? He needed players that he could fill roster spots. Really? With. Okay. Who did yeah. you trade for Mike Trout? Uh, shit. Nelson Cruz. Okay. He's a bopper. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, like. Uh, how does uh, I was gonna say how does Billy Badass say it? How does um fucking Billy Bean say it in the movie? He's like, we need the congregate of of three fifty seven or whatever the fuck when they're in the in the war room. I don't remember. He's like, I'm what's sorry. he's like, what's Johnny Damon's on base percentage or some shit like that? And then he's like, these three guys can make that. Oh, anyways, okay. if you've seen the movie of, of yeah yeah anyways, so you I traded you traded mm-hmm. the combination of Mike Trout in three players. 
Yeah, hold on. Let me pull that up real quick. I traded... Jesus Christ. Okay, I traded Nelson Cruz, Austin Meadows, and Sixto Sanchez. Sixto Sanchez hasn't even pitched a game in the major league. I don't even think he's going to pitch this year at all. (laughs) How dare you, Boski? (laughs) How dare you? And Austin Meadows? Really? Austin Meadows is good. Really? Yeah, he's he's just waiting to break out. Oh, oh, is that right? Okay. Austin <laughs> I said he's waiting to break out. <laughs> so he's currently hitting Okay, well, you know, actually I take that back. You know, he's not doing too bad. No. The only thing that's wrong with him is his batting average at 208. Okay. But he's got, he's got 8 homers, 21 RBIs. That's that's actually, you know, he's like, respectable numbers. He's like right behind Trout. Yeah, respectable numbers uh at this point in the season. Now so, when they when they call up six toes, and then mm-hmm. he's going to be ready to go. We just plug him right in. He has the same number of homers and more RBIs than Mike Trout. Okay, yeah. so you didn't totally fleece. No, I I, trade, I, I traded some good right. some good players. I retract my players. statement. I retract my statement. You didn't yeah. totally fleece him, but I just would never trade Trout. No, that's just you, bad juju. Now, now because because this league is a democracy, <laughs> nobody vetoed the trade. That's true. Nobody said that's shit. That's true. I mean, maybe it was that low key that like maybe I'm the one. No, it popped up on my phone like oh, when it okay. happened. I was at work and I I was busy and I didn't have time. So would to, you would you have vetoed the? Trade? I thought about it. I will tell you that I thought okay. about it because I considered the parties involved. Ah, Boski, a professional Sunday leaguer. <laughs> TJ Dreamers, who's only been to a professional who, Sunday league who, game. Who, who is Javi, by the way, friend of the pod. <laughs> and uh, yeah, shout out Javi, by the way, man. One of our, oh, one of our. Yeah, I want to shout him out. Uh, it was his birthday the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. So happy Dude, birthday, Javi. I'm so sorry I missed it, man. I'm a yeah. terrible friend. It was on the 12th. I am a terrible friend. I owe you a smoke. Oh yeah, that's your guy's thing. Yeah, I, I owe him <laughs> a smoke. And when some people say I don't want the smoke or you don't want the smoke. Both, we we will take the smoke. Both these guys want the smoke. <laughs> so they want each other's smoke. <laughs> hey, listen, <laughs> in an appropriate way, I will take his smoke. So, <laughs> but he, he but see, look at like in in the same trade, the three guys he took, he dropped Albert Pujols, who's not playing. Okay, so like slide in Nelson Cruz, right? So mm-hmm. that's already an upgrade. Mm-hmm. Uh, he dropped Tony Kemp, who I don't know who oh, that yeah. is. Yeah, true. And then Austin Meadows, they're both outfielders, right? And, and then Zach Cozart, uh, that guy hasn't done anything in years. So, so all right. Well, maybe it wasn't a total loss for no. TJ, but you are playing him this week, and you are that's coincidence. You're that's a, pure coincidence. You're rolling this fool into a J. Um, <laughs> nice, because I got, was smoking. <laughs> big, get big and get long. Rube at three, one and one. This fool Ooh, pulling up Rube. third. Shout out JP. JP. The Batitude, Fotown Batitude, shout out. That a boy. To that softball squad over there in Fontana, three and two. I.E. last on the bus, my boy Quan Jarlos. <laughs> and then uh, Big Lou. That's Daquan Jarlos. Two and two and one. Zero Lux given. That a boy with Casey, two and three. Nice. Uh, I'm sitting pretty in seventh place at one, two, and two. Big Razor Ramon. Also at two and three. Nice. Uh, Rube, the captain. Ruben, one and three and one. Melapelas. <laughs> <laughs> they gave me a one. Hold on, four. click on that real quick. Melapelas, like <laughs> click on it and read the entire name. El verga larga Melapelas. <laughs> <laughs> you go one and four. And Love TJ Dreamers, shit. winless. 
Oh, but, fuck. He's going hey, to continue to be Austin winless. Meadows is going to turn it around for him, right, Boski? <laughs> Correct. Right? Okay. Did you mention Frank the Tank is also undefeated? I did. Yeah, okay, you guys okay. are tied at first, 4-0-1. Yeah. Can't wait to play him because I'm going to smoke his ass. That boy. I don't Hell know, actually, yeah. if I mentioned it. But anyway, you guys, shout out Frank the Tank. Yup. Tied for first with Boski over here. All right. There's Hell your yeah. fantasy baseball you update. Know, I, always, I, always start, I, always, I always start off pretty hot. Mm-hmm. But... um. Hey, by the way, we're also in another league with like like other people. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they don't listen to our but, podcast. No, so but no, fuck them. No, yeah, fuck them. But I am playing you this week. Oh, you are. Yeah, and we are currently four, four, and two Ooh. in the stats. So like we're neck and neck. We're like in a, in a complete tie. I like it. Y- your your batters are better, but my pitchers are better. I'm playing you in that league this week, and then I'm playing Rube in our personal league yes. this week. So I'm, I'm yeah, facing so, the whole podcast. So, so yeah, so we'll see. Yeah, I hope to come out on top. Hopefully, you don't take the whole podcast. Mm, I'm gonna come out on top, boss. Oh yeah, make you King Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> this drip, 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 drip cannot be stopped. <laughs> All right, shit's nuts. Topics for the day, Boski. Let's get into today, this. Man. So we're gonna let's run down this list. D1 softball pitcher strikes out 21 in a perfect game. Drew Robinson hits his first homer of the year. We got some updates on our Sunday League the podcast guests. Some MLB standings updates. Mariners with the call-ups. They ain't calling Tyrone, though. <laughs> Corbin Burns finally walks somebody. We're going to talk about Pujols. We're going to talk about the potential Las Vegas athletics, ESPN, and MLB PA. And rats and raccoons. Rats and raccoons. Thank you, Boski. Yeah. Yeah, I almost that forgot was, about that, that one. That was something. I was like, what the fuck? But, you know, I kind of paid a little more attention. I was like, oh, okay. Should Got we get it. that one out of the way? We can. Let's get into it, Boski. What are we t- What are we talking about exactly? Uh, okay. So Francisco Lindor, not, shortstop for the Mets. Not my favorite shortstop for the Mets. Mm. <laughs> Did you like uh, Jose Reyes better? Uh, yeah. Or Ray Ordonez? Actually, I kind of like Ray Ordonez a lot better. Number Number zero. Or was he number ten? I think fact he was. Check. Uh, yeah, we'll fact check that. Okay. Uh, Jeff McNeil playing up the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been pretty much miscommunicating on balls. Up the middle, who's oh, getting, really? Who's getting what? Really? Yeah, I wasn't. I, I didn't know about that. Yeah, so I guess there was a particular play where uh, somebody fucked up somewhere. I mean, I, honestly, I could say that I, I, I need to go back and really like watch it, watch it. Well, you were but, a middle but, infielder, but by yeah, trade. by trade. But the point is that it's assumed that there was a little scuffle in their dugout in like like the uh, the tunnel, mm-hmm. like from the clubhouse or whatever. And uh, I want to say that maybe uh, McNeil got punched in the chin, right? And there was a scuffle and stuff. Is that the rumor? That that's the the rumor, right? But then when they were asked about it, that the uh, the commotion was about that. Uh, I always want to call him Jose. Reyes, that Francisco Lindor <laughs> saw something in the tunnel, and he thought maybe it was a rat. Huh. And he had never seen a New York rat. Huh. But. Jeff McNeil t- was telling him that no, that's a raccoon. Uh huh. Right. Uh huh. But the point is that they tell this fake story to the media, uh-huh. kind of saying like, "Yeah, we scuffled, but we're gonna keep it in house." Uh huh. So don't ask. Huh. So they're fighting, but because they're fighting, the Mets have also gone on a nice little win streak. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. They so, had, does that mean the Mets are having their own little fight night every night? Yeah, maybe. Maybe like you don't talk about Fight Club. 
That's true. That I see. I didn't know about that little thing about mm-hmm. them. You know, kind of going at it about balls up the middle. Yeah, just maybe like I don't know. I don't know. Like uh, nobody knows what what they fought about exactly. But I mean, you know, my theory is. <sighs> Uh, Lindor, he's like he just wants to be the man out there, catch everything. Mm. But maybe McNeil's just like like nah, I could get that ball too, and then they just get in each other's way. I don't know, man. I don't know. You know, I from the game like they didn't show any footage about what happened in the tunnel. They just know that like somebody saw something, or supposedly somebody saw something in the tunnel, whether it was a rat or raccoon, mm. and that was the beef. That was the beef. Yeah. So. But but really, like you, you can tell that they're they're not vibing up the middle. So maybe they had their little discussion in the tunnel, and it got heated. And then everybody ran in there to break them up because it got loud. There was, you know. Mm. But then when the media asked about it, they gave them the bullshit story about rats and raccoons. <laughs> <laughs> so ah oh, man, you know I want to believe it was about rats and raccoons. Same. That's that's what I want to believe. <laughs> that's what I'm going to believe. But we all know. I don't I don't know that though. I, I don't know. Mm. I haven't seen I haven't seen the footage of their beef up the middle. Well, what we can do is take a quick break, watch it, and come right back. And the world will never know. Sounds like a great idea. One winner later. And the world knows that we took a break to watch the video. <laughs> and I will tell you that my perspective has changed. Yeah, we also did our cup check, by the way. <laughs> we did. <laughs> but the world will never know. The world will never <laughs> But then you said it. Now the world knows. <laughs> oh, shit. What was that commercial about? Remember, the world may never know. It's an old, like, 90s commercial, I think. I don't know, man. Damn, I don't know, man. Dating myself again. Yeah, you really are. Because, aging myself. You know, I, <clears throat> I changed my focus to the Lindor McNeil beef. Okay. And then you hit me with that one. The world may never know. I really, I, I'm gonna have to think about that on my drive home tonight. Yeah. So anyway, after watching the video, yes, there's beef. There was beef at least in that moment. There was beef in that moment between Lindor and McNeil mm-hmm. uh, because I did. Thank you to Boski. I did have a chance to watch the video of the ball hit up the middle that they kind of miscommunicated on, and it resulted in a base hit. Yeah. Because. The throw didn't beat the runner. And and uh, listening to the announcers on the game, or the commentator, as I should say, uh, Keith Hernandez, right? Right. Keith Hernandez said that it's not the first time that it happened. Mm-hmm. That miscommunication on a ball hit up the middle has happened before. Between them. Between them. Yes. And Boski, you made the point that they're playing on a shift. Yes. Right? Had they, so, not, had they not been on playing a shift, had they been playing traditional fucking baseball, Mm-hmm. Ground ball straight to the shortstop. So, the point I want to make on this, and we we got to move on past it, is ball hit up the middle on a shift. It was clear on the replay that it was shortstop's ball, right, Boski? Yeah, because in my opinion, it's his ball because his momentum is clearly taking him yeah. to the bag versus versus a uh, second baseman's going away from first base. Jeff McNeil is already playing up the middle in yeah. a in a spot that's outside of your traditional second baseman Correct. position. And the ball was hit to the left of second base, up the middle, to the mm-hmm. left of second base, towards yeah. the shortstop position, which should have been Francisco Lindor's ball, and he should have been the one to take control on that on that ground ball, yep. right? As a shortstop, yep. As a shortstop. We we both Cap- captain of the infield. We both watched this replay, and as the ball was hit, I asked Boski, whose ball is this? Whose ball is this? He said shortstop. Mm-hmm. That should have been Lindor's ball. He should have gone un without hesitating towards the ball, called off McNeil, made a throw to first base, and, and threw the runner out. Yeah. But he didn't. 
Yep. I want to ask Razor Ramon what he thinks of that play. Ah. Razor Ramon is also a uh, middle he, infielder. He's a former professional shortstop. Former professional shortstop. Ball played up the middle. And I know it was a shift. But, yeah, you pointed it out. And, yeah. and after you pointed it out, I think it's yeah, – you're right. It should have been yeah. Lindor's ball, called off McNeil. Yeah. And yet after that half inning, after that half inning is when, when the, the tunnel drama happened. Yeah. Whether it was a raccoon or a or a rat or a possum, master splinter. There was a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a <laughs> lot. Of... <laughs> oh, did I finally get you? <laughs> that's a huge ass rat. No, dog, that's master splinter. And he'll, and he'll, you know what? Maybe he kicked their ass. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> he, they saw the Ninja Turtles, Master Splinter, and they're like, what? The? Challenged them to a fight, and they were done. That's why That's why Conforto came back. He's like, I'm not fucking with I that, I fucking with that shit. That's no, ma- That's thank Master you. Splinter. Nope, Fuck nope. that. I know about that. I know about Splinter. Y'all are too young to know about Splinter. <laughs> how old is Lindor and McNeil? They're in their 20s uh, still. Nah, but Ninja Turtles is... is uh, it's new age still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's transge- transgenerational. Nice choice of words. Thank you. So, either way, after watching that clip of the ball hit up the middle, there was definitely drama. You're right, Boski. Yeah. As a ball player, there is no doubt that what happened in that tunnel was a scuffle. For sure. It was not a disagreement over whether a, it was a, a raccoon or a marsupial or a reptile <laughs> marsupial. Or, a, <laughs> or a mammal. It doesn't matter. Uh, what <laughs> happened in that dugout was definitely a scuffle. Yeah. I agree with you, Boski, at this point. Yeah. You I, know, everybody knows that that's what it was, but they're choosing to keep it in-house. They are choosing to keep it in-house. And just by the way, it's okay for you to change your opinion on something mm-hmm. when more evidence comes out yeah about it so i was wrong it definitely was not about that <laughs> a rat or a marsupial is Man. a rat a marsupial uh it's a rodent rats are rodents okay thank uh, you a marsupial would be more like a koala a kangaroo a possum is a marsupial uh, yeah they're night dwellers right yeah 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 they're so they're like night rodents yeah so it, it definitely wasn't about that yeah. So I agree. You're right, Boski. It was definitely a scuffle. <laughs> You're gonna look at marsupial. <laughs> <laughs> Back checking us on the spot. Characteristics: the opossum is the only marsupial or pouched mammal that is native to the United States. Uh, so the pouched mammal, yes. so kangaroos. It, okay. it wasn't that kind of debate because they're not that smart. Ball players are not that smart. You mentioned that on the last podcast, Boski. You're like, I'm not that smart to look up something, some stat. I, I'm not. I'm not smart at operating computers. <laughs> there you go. So ball players. That gives you a little insight as to how we are. We don't we don't know whether something's a marsupial or a rat, and it apparently, wasn't. Apparently, they have a pouch. <laughs> it wasn't something to cause that kind of scuffle. I think. Yeah. So I agree. It was, but, but it was something that's been brewing. Obviously, somebody got tired. Like, hey man, stop taking my fucking ground balls. It was beef. Yeah. No. As a ball player, yeah. we watched that highlight of that ball hit up the middle. Yeah. Definitely beef about baseball. And, and McNeil was like, "Well, they're paying you three hundred forty million dollars. You can't hit the fucking ball." Fuck! Did he? Oh, dude! If maybe, he said that maybe, shit, maybe he's got some big ass balls. So that's why. That. That's probably why he got clocked in his fucking mouth. <laughs> I saw a little shiner on his lips. Just like a little mini shiner, you know. <laughs> it was definitely. I, I agree with you. It was a scuffle. I mean, Lindor yeah. can't make contact, you, so he don't hit very hard. You, you can't tell me it wasn't a scuffle. It was a scuffle. <laughs> definitely a scuffle. I agree with you on that. But it lit a fire under their ass. It really did. What's their stats ever since that game? Uh, okay. So it looks like. Based off the quick, very fast research that we did, <laughs> uh, Lindor ever and, since then five, and McNeil. Okay, and McNeil, well, yeah. well, so Lindor five for sixteen uh-huh. since the scuffle. 
and McNeil four for fourteen. So collectively they Co- are collectively they are batting three hundred. There you go. And what was their? They were batting like two hundred or less. A Hall of Fame career before that. Yeah. So maybe this this is what it took. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they've been. I mean, they've been winning six in a row. Really? Uh, I think it's probably more than that, but I have to uh, double fact check that real quick. But yeah, so I mean, the, the, this was but, but, last week though. Yeah, yeah. But this the Mets are Thursday. the Mets are definitely playing better ball. Let's see. In their last ten, they are seven and three, and uh, they lost yesterday. Okay, they lost yesterday for the first time, but and they are sitting at the top of the National League East ahead of the Phillies, but that is based off win win percentage because the Phillies have twenty one wins versus the Mets eighteen wins. So they won that that game Friday night, the seventh May seventh. They won it five to four, and then they won Saturday one two three four. They won four in a row after that scuffle, and then they lost on Friday, which is today. So they went on a nice little winning streak after that scuffle. Yeah. Do you think Boski, like, you know, sometimes having some kind of disagreement in in that way mm-hmm. helps a team? Uh, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, you think like I don't know, you're playing like shit for a little while, and then you get in each other's face. Is that enough to turn them around? Yeah. Has that ever happened to you? No. Nah. Well. No, it actually hasn't. I'm I, I'm actually a pretty good teammate. <laughs> <laughs> Not mean, that Lindor yeah. and McNeil are bad teammates, but they got that type of like relationship. It yeah. seems like. Well, yeah, they play up the middle together. So it's like a brotherhood <laughs> almost. It's like your I brother. Mean, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's more it's like your dancing partner. Well, for us, like in playing when I first joined your team, your mm. double play partner was Mr. JP himself. Yeah. Yeah, and we were pretty in sync. Right, always have been. I think that's important, yeah. though. As a as a double play tandem, you definitely have to have that type mm-hmm. of tight knit relationship. Yeah, tight knit. Yeah, you have to learn each other's tendencies. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he's gonna flip it right here, or mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, like, and oh, I, he's taking that route. I better, I better turn a little bit more. Like, oh no, I better duck. He's gonna fire it. <laughs> and, and that's a good point because yeah. it seems like McNeil and Lindor didn't have that mm-hmm. understanding with right. the ball hit up the middle in right. that game. In that, yeah. And then probably previous games, so that's probably why it was, it was all brewed up. And maybe that's all it takes. Maybe yeah. that's all it takes for the Mets to take it to the next level. I still have them as a playoff team. I think they still are a playoff team, and maybe yeah. that's... And they're feisty, man. Like, losing sucks. Yeah. Losing sucks fucking ass. <laughs> losing can suck my ass. <laughs> that's weird, but... <laughs> that is, is, but it, it, it couldn't be said any better than that. Yeah. Uh, moving on to another topic for today. Division one softball pitcher strikes out 21 batters in a perfect game. Yes, we are talking softball in this episode. Man, clear, clearly I wasn't in that game. <laughs> Boski wouldn't <laughs> strike out. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. But I will say, I will say that if, if, if I'm going to face a softball pitcher, I'm going to use a softball bat. They're yeah. li- the bats are lighter. Mm-hmm. They have a... Do they have a bigger sweet spot? Yeah, they do. A little bit of oh, a longer I'm going sweet yard. spot. I'm going yard. It's like swinging a <laughs> wiffle ball bat. Where are you at, softball? I'm over here swinging a 34-ounce fucking log. What the fuck? Here's, Get this shit out of here. Here's Boski challenging you to a home run derby. Give me that th- that, that 34-20. That 34-20-ounce bat. I would fucking love that wiff- shit, Wiffle too. ball bat, dude. I'd love it, too. But I'm sure it's... it's uh, it's a less uh, length-to-weight ratio than that. I'd be like Crash Davis. Quick bat, quick bat, quick bat. <laughs> all right, let me touch on this real quick. North so, Texas pitcher mm-hmm. strikes out all 
21 batters in a perfect game. Now, Damn. in softball, they play seven innings. How gangster is that? For real. It's <laughs> the only time that it's ever happened in a Division One softball game. Uh, the pitcher's name is Hope Trotwine. She threw uh, to 21 batters and struck all of them out in a 3 to nothing victory. The first perfect game in North Texas history and believed to be the first perfect seven-inning game in NCAA Division One history with every out being a strikeout. How about That's crazy. Damn d- d- nuts. Husky. <laughs> damn nuts. <laughs> I'm sorry. How about if, them uh, Them apples? If I were face her, I, she better hope she don't throw me a strike because <laughs> I'm going to bang it. All right. So <laughs> I'm curious how many how many pitches did she actually throw? That's a good question. Yeah. I don't have those numbers exactly, mm-hmm. but she is from Pflugerville, Texas. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. <laughs> She's from Pflugerville. And she struck everybody out. So, Boski, <laughs> I don't know if it matters how many pitches she threw. You know, in softball, like... You know what? I think it matters that she's from fucking Pflugerville. <laughs> Pflugerville. <laughs> you know what? Nobody from Pflugerville is going to fucking strike me out. I'm sorry. <laughs> it ain't happening. I hope she listens to this episode. You know what? Re- I really reach do. out. Let's make it happen sometime. I really do, she hope, I really do hope she listens to this because <laughs> I'd love for her to strike you out. But, yeah, no. 21 up, 21 down, all by strikeout. Boski, are That's- you impressed by that? Now that's impressive, thing. Yeah, it really is. It right? really is. Yeah, yeah. I'm over here talking my shit. But <laughs> <laughs> for those of you that don't know, Boski's really, really a funny guy. He likes to joke. Yeah, I'm a jokester. He like he likes to joke. He's really not serious about his baseball prowess, but he is. I'm, I'm but like, he's not. I'm like a joker. <laughs> I'm a joker, but I'm more like a Batman. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like seriously though, for real. Shout out to uh, Hope Trotwine for the for the strikeout record. Twenty one up, twenty one down. From Fluckington, Texas. Flugerville. <laughs> oh, <fuck>. From Fluckerville, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> we like to joke here on Sunday League the podcast. We're just messing around, but uh, they're just jokes. Yeah, Don't get offended. They really are just jokes. But pay attention to the parental advisory stamp on the goddamn <laughs> artwork cover there. Yeah. So, but fucking bush league. <laughs> it really is an awesome accomplishment. In D1, especially in D1, like no, softball, yeah. that's, that shit's never happened. Drew Robinson. Let's move on to Drew Robinson. D-Row. Big D-Rob. Drew Rob. Drew Rob? D-Rob? No, D-Row is Mark DeRosa that's on right. MLB My Network. My bad. Take that back. Drew Rob. Drew Robinson hits his first home run of the year. And if you haven't been listening to our podcast... Drew Robinson, and if you haven't watched ESPN, mm-hmm. Drew Robinson uh, is is a guy that's playing professional baseball right now after playing in the major leagues, but having some trouble, some struggles, um, made an attempt on taking his own life, was unsuccessful, but created this new outlook on life for him. Yeah. Despite losing an eyeball, he is in AAA for the San Francisco Giants organization. Yeah. And, and he, he had a home run. He fucking went yard. He sure did. He also made a diving catch. Made a diving catch. Yeah, man. He struggled a little bit at first. Yeah. But he's turning it around. Yeah. And uh, the key thing is that uh, as a ball player, always got to make adjustments. And he's making those adjustments. That's the big thing, man. You know, after losing an eye, yeah. it's like, what's what's his depth perception going to be like? Yeah. I, I, I mean... Because yeah, I couldn't imagine just playing ball with one eye closed. That's that's hard. That I'll tell you what, insanely hard. 
Personally, for me, I come from the eye care industry. Mm-hmm. I've been in the eye care industry for more than 10 years now. And um, I know that both eyes working in tandem do wonders for depth perception. Oh, yeah. Like we always do that do that check when we're doing an eye exam. And before you see the eye doctor, like I'm one of the guys that checks your depth perception. And the way that I check your depth perception is by having you put on a set of 3D glasses and with both eyes, seeing how you can determine... So many jokes in my head. (laughs) (laughs) With the 3D pair of glasses, with both eyes, determining how you can see a 3D image. Depth. (laughs) Yes, depth. (laughs) What's your depth perception? I'm I'm sure you know a lot of depth perceptions. Maybe a question... We ask our wives later, but nice. <laughs> nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless, with both <clears throat> eyes, depth perception is a huge advantage when you have both eyes. Huge. Huge advantage when you have both eyes. That's well, what she said. <laughs> <laughs> when you only have one eye. <laughs> one eye. <laughs> when you only. No, not the one-eyed monster. Both oh, my bad. I didn't when, say that. When you're only working with one eye, and in his case, he's a lefty. Mm. Yeah. He's only got his left eye. That is not the dominant. Oof. That is yeah. typically not your dominant eye as a hitter. Right. So how does it affect your depth perception? And well, he hit a bomb. Shit. I'm over here standing with my eye, my left eye closed mm-hmm. to the left. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, yeah. It, it is really tough. As a lefty and you only have your left eye, like you really have to make sure you're turning your head. To see yeah. the pitcher, and then and, you and then you throw out all those numbers from that that you threw last week with the umpires, mm-hmm. or was it? I don't know if it's yeah, the, the time that it takes, like the four hundredth of a second. Yeah, maybe. like with one eye. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to make your decision twice as fast, right then and there. Yeah. And Drew Robinson hit his first home run for the Sacramento River Cats on Tuesday. On Tuesday. On Tuesday. In Las Vegas, on the eleventh, his hometown. The, uh, the 11th, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Drew Robinson. He probably yeah. does not listen to our podcast, but um, we're rooting for him. Yeah, maybe we, uh, we'll reach out one day. We're rooting for him. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I really hope that he does well and he's able to make it to the Giants uh, Major League roster and uh, beat the Dodgers. <laughs> in <laughs> there the you division. go. You know, for Rube's sake. For Rube's sake. Or maybe not for Rube's sake because he's... A wannabe Dodgers fan. <laughs> and I'm just kidding. He's not a wannabe. He is a Dodgers fan. Yeah, but he doesn't punch people in the face, I guess. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He has to jump. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, switch gears a little bit to some guest updates for Sunday League, the podcast. We've had some people on the uh, on the show, um, some players from various professional leagues. Some people from the show. From the show. Yeah. We do. So, Boski, if you don't mind, please provide us with some updates on our guests <laughs> uh all right so our first guest last year was uh jesse chavez jesse chavez local legend hometown yep. hero yep, yep. Um, from montana yeah he uh for 2021 he did sign a minor league contract with the angels he did yeah uh, unfortunately he was released but mm-hmm. uh looks like he signed on with the atlanta braves and he's now at their alternate site nice yeah so good for him i mean i think at this point you really have to just be the best pitcher you can be yeah and if the when the braves call your number it's like yo i'm ready own it let's go yep i've been here done this <laughs> yep let's go that's what's up that a boy all right so, yeah nice. you know good luck to him hopefully he uh he gets the call up 
again. Yeah, it'd be nice. You know? And who else we got? Uh, our boy Casey. Oh, yes. He, he is the Rancho Cucamonga Quakes. The Rancho Chooks. Clubhouse manager. So okay. he is the Quakes clubby. Mm-hmm. Uh, their season's about to start, so he's uh, doing his thing again. But the season has started. Yeah, and I'd like to apologize to Casey because I did invite him over to have a couple of beers, mm-hmm. uh, watch some Sunday night baseball, mm-hmm. and I had to cancel on him like almost at the last minute. Dang. So, Boski. Yeah, yeah. That, this happened a couple of weeks ago. But uh, yeah, I haven't forgot. Uh, I feel bad, but <laughs> I mean, well, I don't feel too bad. Like I, I, I genuinely had to had to cancel. Well, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. It so was, you know, apologies. I'm sure it was of uh, the utmost importance, and Casey would understand. Yeah, but K- yeah, K- it would be awesome to get Casey on here one day again. In house. In house. Now, now that uh, he's uh, in the area, live and in person. I hit him up when I went to the 66ers game. At home in San uh-huh. Bernardino against Rancho. Oh, okay. And uh, he wasn't with the team, so uh, he. I told him I was like, "Yo, I'm here at the game. Are you here?" He's like, "Nah, bro." I'm like, "All right, well, next time." Did the 66ers open up with the Quakes? I don't think so. Then that's why he wasn't there. Oh, okay. Because the if the if the 66ers weren't playing the Quakes, no, they were playing the Quakes, but oh, okay, in okay. San Bernardino. Oh, that's weird. Then it was a home game for the 66ers yeah yeah yeah. oh i don't i just assumed i just assumed the clubhouse manager role i thought that's what i said you know i assumed and you know he's like fuck that it's my night off (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna go i'm gonna go have have some beers and uh, watch some baseball but they're gonna cancel off (laughs) fight night (laughs) yeah for real i hope you got fight night so anyway well we'll have to catch him at rancho yeah right now this week weekend Mm -hmm. Uh they're playing the modesty's nuts these nuts i wonder <laughs> i wonder if he smiles to himself i hope he does <laughs> when he sees the name i hope he does the modesty after nuts. he hears this he will smile for the rest of his life he shouldn't admit it though he's a clubhouse manager you could... need to be professional sir yeah but if you come here don't be professional please <laughs> for real casey's right. great <laughs> shout out casey uh razor razor ramon the razor yeah he started playing sunday ball that a boy man you know yeah. he's he's way ahead of us yeah, he is. He really is, and I—I I mean, he clearly wants it more than more than all of us. So he's yeah. playing some ball. What are his stats looking like, both? So looks like he's uh, two games in. Uh huh. Because you know, we play uh, weekly. All right, Razor. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. What, what we got? <laughs> all right. So uh, in his first game, uh-huh. he went uh, one for two. Okay. With two walks. Uh huh. That's all. That. That's... Why are you walking in the Sunday leagues, Razor? Bro, come on. They don't throw strikes. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Second game went three for four with two walks. Okay. <laughs> two walks still? Damn, how many plate appearances, bro? What was the score? All right. Well, in the first game, uh, they lost 11 to three. Oh, shit. All right. <laughs> Second game, they won 13 to six. There you go. <laughs> that boy. Molly Wop. <laughs> three for four with two walks. Any extra yeah. base hits? Uh, is not specified okay, here. Okay. Come on now, Razor. You got to give us the down and seems, dirty, homie. Seems like he's a singles hitter now. <laughs> all of a sudden. <laughs> Just warming back oh, up. Oh, all of a sudden. You hear but, that? You but, hear that? But his on-base percentage is pretty fucking high. Yeah, yeah, for real. But but we we need we need those uh, extra base hit numbers so mm-hmm. that we can figure out your, your OBP. With those walks OPS, better. Your OPS. Those bad. walks better have been with the bases loaded. Oh, get some ribbies. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. I also want to know if like he batted lead off or if he hit ninth. Like, yeah, I yeah. Gotta Where'd know. you hit? Yeah, I gotta know. Did he throw? I don't I don't know. All right. We'll have to find out. Well we'll have to find out. For real. Yeah. Who else we got? Uh Santiago Chirino Chichi. What up, Chichi? Uh looks like he well, he's playing with the New Jersey Jackals independent team in the Frontier Baseball League. Nice. 
Their season's about to start up. Nice. So got zero numbers on him. All right. It, it, it's coming up soon, though. Yeah. Who else we got? Uh, Alex Bentley. Bentley. He's coming out with that show, right? On deck. On deck. Yeah, shout out to him. He last night was uh, May 12th. Mm-hmm. Or May 13th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. May 13th. They, he had his. He finally finished his show. Mm-hmm. Had his world premiere. Mm-hmm. Red nice. carpet, red carpet thing, and everything. Deep Fryer was there. Deep Fryer was there. So shout, shout out, out Deep Fryer. Fryer. Yep. Uh, amongst other folks. Mm-hmm. And uh, so shout out to Bentley and the crew. Yeah, man, that's with, awesome with the on deck series. And I uh, mean, if it makes it big, whether it's Netflix, HBO, Hulu, yeah, Amazon, yeah. YouTube. <laughs> well, as far as the release date. Uh-huh. Uh, look, sounds like it's gonna be on HBO. Oh, really? HBO. So that's dope. Nice. Uh, I, I have an unofficial release date. Okay. But if you listen to the interview, uh-huh. uh you can figure it out. All right. There when, you go. When the release date is, go back and listen to the Alex Bentley episode. Yeah. And find out for yourself. I'm not gonna tell you the release date. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it close to the chest. Yeah. We gotta get him back on at some point. For real. Am I? You know, I don't want to give out too much info. I might mm-hmm. get yelled at. <laughs> <laughs> You're not part of the release party. No, I'm not. Neither of us are. Which is fine. But, right. uh, and uh, one of our final guests, our, well, our most recent guest that we had on was uh, Jose El Manny Rodriguez. What up, El Manny? Yeah, I mean, probably the best player the world has uh, never seen. The, ooh, that is an awesome title. Yes. Yeah. Best player world's never seen, but he is playing still. Yeah, in Mexico. Yep. Right. And the LMB, Mexico uh, Liga Mexicana de Baseball. Yep. You know, what? you know what? It just dawned on me. Like, I love that it's the same letters as the MLB. Oh, I didn't even L-M-B. notice that. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. But yeah, for real. So the league's about to start up. I know they're playing some uh, preseason games. Yeah, it seems like they're about to start like a preseason tournament or something like right. that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's playing with the Saraperos de Saltillo. Not a boy. Yep. Yeah. So he's back out there balling it up. Can't wait to get him back on the podcast hey, hey, as man, well. Man, like, I, I, I could tell you this much, man. The dude looks like a fucking athlete. Dude, he, he really is. He looks the fucking part. You shook his hand, right? Yeah, dude. Oh, I'm telling you, I would love to train with this guy someday, mm-hmm. like for like an extended amount of time. <laughs> like, you like, got to, yeah, I got. I'm. I need to get my shit together. You really got to, man. <laughs> so, so yeah. I mean, shout out to all our uh, all our guests that we've had so far. Our official bush leaguers, unofficial uh, or official. I mean, they're not bush leaguers. They they're definitely are not bush leaguers. Professionals. They're yeah. making it in the game. So, shout out to all them. I wish we wish them all the best of luck. Really, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, we're watching. We're keeping tabs. Yeah, but no pressure. Just do what you do. <laughs> do what <laughs> you do. Just do what you do. Who gives keep, a fuck about what? Keep we doing think. what you're doing. I mean, Shay, we saw you. We mm-hmm. noticed you. Exactly. So, moving on to some MLB updates. Uh, we want to run down the standings real quick as to who's where. Seattle right now. They're playing right now. It's Friday night. Jared Kalenic hit his first home run of his major league career. It's about time. So, yes, it is about time. But right now, Seattle is up 7-1 over the Indians. Nice. So, looking good for Seattle. Right now, they're playing about 500 baseball. Mm -hmm. So, they're right around like, uh, you know, a wild card type of thing. As a matter of fact, Jared Kalenic has gone three for four tonight with three RBIs and a homer. Nice. He's got a double, a home run, and a single. He's actually a triple away 
from the cycle. Oh. He's probably not going to get it because it's already the top of the ninth. Uh-huh. Seattle's probably going to close it out. So Jared Kalenic makes his major league debut. We're going to get into that a little bit later on. But in the AL, you got the A's leading the West, the Red Sox leading the East, the White Sox leading the Central. Can I just say mm-hmm. the Red Sox leading the East, the Yankees are right behind them. The Yankees have made a comeback. Yes, they, they have. They were struggling last week and yeah. the week before. I don't like to see it. But uh, it was going to happen. Yeah, it was going to happen. It was inevitable. But, I mean, you got to pay attention to your competition all the time. It was inevitable. The Yankees mm-hmm. were going to turn it around. They're too <laughs> good of a team to struggle for the whole season. Agreed. The Red Sox are the same way. Agreed. I feel like when once they get some of their other talent back, yeah. maybe Chris Sale at the end of the season oh, or middle of the season. If, as, as long as Chris Dale stays healthy. Chris Stale. Chris, as long as he doesn't go stale, I can't fucking wait till he comes. Dude, back. it's like a that'd be like a free agent pickup for you guys. It's gonna be so sexy. Like twice, so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know about sexy, look up sexy time <laughs> on all of your podcast platforms. Yes, but yes, the Red Sox are leading the East. Um, I, it's a little unexpected for me. Yeah, not for me. I you told did- you guys. You don't. thought you saw it coming. I told you guys don't sleep on these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. You but, sure did. But you didn't want to listen. Oakland is still in front of the AL West. I knew that was going to happen. And then yeah. you got Houston right behind them at 22 and 17. The Yankees, like we mentioned earlier, at 21 and 17. And a half game behind the Yankees is Toronto in the AL East at 20 and 17. And then also in the Central, the Indians, 21 and 14. Those are the top teams with winning records right now. Yeah. So Chicago White Sox, did you just glaze right over them? No, I said they were leading the Central. Uh, yeah, they're leading the American League. They have the best record in the American League for sure. Yeah, but so surprising. I mean, they they were they were scuffling a little bit, and uh, they just kind of came out of nowhere. Eight and two in their last ten. But same with Cleveland, they're nine and one in their last ten. So of those teams that have a winning record, Oakland, Houston, Boston, New York. The Yankees. Yeah, uh, I want I, I want to point a couple things out. Uh-huh. I, I'm a big I'm a big fan of this run differential. Yeah, yeah, big You've time. Been looking I mean, into it, it. Yeah, I mean, it just it, I mean, just looking at at their that their what they have here on the standings, it it shows their run differential, and it just kind of tells me the brand of baseball that teams are playing. Uh, so they're about what forty games in, and you, and that's mm-hmm. about. Four, eight, 12, 16. That's about a quarter of the way through the season. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's actually, yeah. Just about, so you think that's about enough to really kind of tell what type kinda, of team you got? Yeah, I'd all say right. so. So what are you picking up? All right. So uh, all the top teams mm-hmm. are, I mean, all right, I'm just going to run through it real quick. Boston with a plus. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know why I started with Boston. It's at the top of the list. Uh, mm-hmm. I uh, can tell you why you started with Boston, but yeah. I digress. Continue. That's that. That's not why. I'm not I'm not Boston uh, biased on oh, this podcast. Not, not on not on this podcast. <laughs> Continue. Uh my old podcast for that. But <laughs> run differential at plus thirty seven. Uh-huh. Yankees at a plus nine. Mm. But they are coming out of it. So mm-hmm. it's gonna you know that, I agree. They that, are coming out of it. They're coming out of it. So that's in second place. So that's why they're sitting at a plus nine. Especially with Kluber. Turning it around. Yeah. He's going to give up less runs. Exactly. And they're scoring more runs. So they had to dig themselves out of that hole. I agree. Toronto sitting at a plus 30 in third Mm -hmm. place. So, I mean, they're just banging the ball. They are. They're banging the ball, but but they're not winning. 
when they're winning, they're blowing teams out, and when they're losing, they're not. You know, they're close games. Their starting pitching seems to be pretty solid. I just wonder about the rotation, or I mean, the the bullpen a little bit. Yeah. Um, they've got some question marks around the closers' role and maybe the back end of the rotation. But either way, the yeah. the Blue Jays are talented. They are mm-hmm. as expected. Uh, Tampa Bay sitting at a plus seven. Mm-hmm. Now the American League East is literally a four headed monster. Because all teams, aside from the Orioles, which, as expected... Zero uh, percent chance of making postseason. Yeah. According but, to the But all teams are sitting at a, a plus uh, over 500 record uh, right. winning percentage. Playing mm-hmm. over 500 baseball. And with a positive run differential. Exactly. Which, by the way, if you don't know what run differential is, it's how many runs you score compared to the runs you allow. Correct. That's run differential. Thank you for that. It's something we really haven't discussed <laughs> overall for the whole season up to that point yes yeah okay. so the american league east the, all the hitters are there the and, beasts, and, and, and it's traditionally been like that the beasts certainly come from the east yeah however now, moving into the central moving into the central now the, the the best team currently in baseball mm-hmm. which is the chicago white Sox, are sitting at a plus 60 and I expect the White Sox to make it all the way to the World Series. So mm-hmm. it's no surprise for me. Yeah. This early in the season, maybe a little bit, but I expect them to stay there at the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, I think I predicted them in the ALCS, and then I predicted them into the World Series. Did you? Yeah. But I have them in the ALCS against the other pair of Sox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. You have a yeah. Soxy series. Exactly. And then Cle- Cleveland with a plus 19 in second place. Everybody else in the AL Central is at a negative 33, negative 60. Is there fireworks in the background? Jesus Christ. Probably. You know, we are in the IE. We're, appro- we're approaching July 4th. Inland Empire. I'm, we off, are approaching- I'm off that weekend, by the way. So maybe we can figure something <laughs> we're out. We're approaching July 4th <laughs> and it's still May. Yeah, for <laughs> real. If you live in the IE, specifically San Bernardino County, because Riverside County has disallowed fireworks. Really? Yes. I get a nice show around here, so you oh, guys are invited over. Believe for, uh, me, San Bernardino <laughs> County. If you live in San Bernardino County, oh man, Fourth of July is a spectacle it's to be dope. Old. Especially in my hood, mm-hmm. I get I get fireworks. My neighbors in the front, they 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 mm-hmm. they, they, they they like to burn their money. Uh, yeah. The neighbors in the back like to burn their money. Yeah. And I like to just watch their money now, burn. The know? only problem with Fourth of July, though, in San Bernardino County, is the uh, differential. Uh, how do you <laughs> differentiate a firework from a gunshot? <laughs> so, wow! There you go. Speaking of differentials, <laughs> keep going, Boski. <laughs> in the AL West, this one's kind of baffling to me. Uh, you have Oakland <laughs> sitting in first place, twenty-four and sixteen. The mm-hmm. second, you know, they're tied with Boston, right? Mm-hmm. They're sitting at a negative eight run differential. Yeah, that's just, know, that's a it, little surprising. It's a little weird. It is a little it's surprising. It's a little weird. Yeah, like, that's, ki- that's kind of the outlier, I think. I think, I think it just kind of outlines a little bit their offensive abilities. Mm-hmm. And the pitching, they have the talent for pitching. Yeah. It'll turn around maybe towards the later or the latter end of the season. Yeah. But for now, yeah, I, I expect them to win the division. Dude, I don't know. Petit and Diekman at the end of their bullpen. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. And they had uh, Rosenthal. Before yeah, he hasn't pitched the fucking yeah, before he's been so. lost for injury. So. so I mean, but you know, below them in second place, Houston with a plus fifty one run yeah. differential. Yeah. I mean, they're either stealing signs or they're actually kind of good. Well, I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, you can a, you can fight me if you want you to. Can go either. You're really good. You can go either way. But um, you know, I think um, 
the Astros do have a good offense. They always have. They've had a good always offense. had a great offense, and especially exactly. with Jordan Alvarez mm-hmm. turning oh, it around. You dropped his ass on your know, fantasy team. I don't know why. You know who picked him up? It was it you? That was me. Yeah, thank I figured, you. I figured. Yeah, thank you. For yeah, that. but you know who's sitting in first place? That was me. <laughs> <laughs> so you clearly did not need him. But nah, I mean, he didn't do anything for me. So I was like, well, what do yeah. you do? And, but the, uh, and he was clogging up my DH mm-hmm. slot. You know, so get him clog up your DH. Well, <laughs> clearly Jose Altuve has moved past his birthday bash, <laughs> bashing, <laughs> his birthday bashing. Thank Fuck. you. He's clearly moved past that. He's getting a little more comfortable at the plate. Bregman as well, Correa. So they've got some pieces, but you know, I don't know. Is this whole roast fest, the whole season, uh. gonna affect? Their offensive abilities—it's just fueling their offensive abilities. Is it really? You think I it think is? It might be. It could be. Mimbolski, if you had be. somebody rooting against you every time at the plate, what would that do for you? Oh, dude, it's gonna increase my really? fuck you factor, right? Yeah. Do dude, you think like, the Astros have like, that? I'm gonna look at you like you're the one in the stands. I'm the one down here. I think clearly, so yourself. Correa has that fuck you factor. He always has. He's always had. Yeah, it. He's always he's had. Got it. it. But, Bregman has it. But see, I like I like Brad Bregman's. Uh, I like his game. Yeah, and I like I, I'm, I'm starting to like it a little bit more mm-hmm. with a lot of these other ball players being a little more extravagant in their home run hitting, uh-huh. like the bat flips and all that. It makes me respect a low life like Alex Bregman <laughs> a little more <laughs> because he doesn't throw his bat. So he so- goes in the dugout and he stares in the camera, and that's it. And it's like, how? Okay, I can't uh, be mad. Shit. I can't you can't hate on it, dude. I, like, no, he doesn't throw that, his bat. He now, runs the bases. Let, let me clarify. And he does his thing. This isn't an Astros no, love it's podcast. Not. It's far not from a, it. Not at all. Far from it. But, but you have to give credit where credit is due. Exactly. And I think the Astros deserve some of their offensive credit. Yeah. Their pitching has been a bit of a question mark. And I thought it would be because Verlander was gone. Yeah. And uh, they also lost Garrett Cole, obviously. Mm-hmm. Keiko is gone. Yeah. So, but you got guys stepping up like Garcia. Is his name mm-hmm. Javier Garcia? Ah, uh, probably. Um, no, Christian Javier. I think you're thinking oh, of Christian Javier. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's a Garcia. Is there? Which his name is uh, Javier Garcia. I want to say. And then there's also a guy with his last name Javier. Yeah, Christian Javier. I'm gonna I'm gonna fact check this yeah. right now and, on the spot. And they have Fran. But, they have Framber Valdez coming. He's ready. He's getting ready. The Astros have pieces coming up in their pitching rotation mm-hmm. to you know fill those gaps so luis garcia is the guy i'm thinking luis of garcia. what a basic name. luis garcia as well as christian javier not javier garcia it was luis, ha- luis got garcia it. got it christian javier zach granke mccullers jr i fucking forgot about granke <laughs> <laughs> mccullers jr is still there oh, as well as jose Urquidy. Urquidy's pretty good but those guys garcia christian javier jose Urquidy. Hey. Are the ones picking up the slack and don't for forget, the rotation? Don't forget about Framber Alert, Framber Valdez. Framber Valdez. Yeah, dude, dude smacked his pinky. I don't know how he broke his pinky, but he broke his his, his throwing pinky mm. on his left hand, and mm-hmm. and he's in a. They were gonna do surgery, mm-hmm. and he opted not to do surgery, mm-hmm. and now now he's gonna throw some bullpens. He's got about a month. He's about a month mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. or so. And so I mean, look out. Yeah, look out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And he's out there jerking off one handed. So <laughs> moving on to some of the other updates. <laughs> Why uh, be like like you, you could look at look at my hand look at my hand <laughs> why I don't want to look at your hand doing that motion right now Boski that makes me feel a certain way uh, 
Well, uh, I mean, just, so, just to finish off this run yeah, differential AL, bullshit in the National AL League. Run differ- no, re- AL run differential. We're talking about AL so far. So far, yeah. We haven't talked NL yet. Yeah, just to finish it up. Yes. In the National League, New York Mets at a plus three, but they're at the top winning percentage-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phillies, 21 and 18. They're at a negative one. Mm-hmm. So I think they're crawling out of their fucking hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Braves at a minus 18. They're in third place, 18 and 20. But the Miami Marlins with a plus 14 run differential yes. at 17 and 20. So careful with them. They're going to score some runs on you. Jose, uh, Jesus Aguilar is, turn, is tearing it up. He steals signs. What? Yeah. Where's my uh, X-Files? <laughs> Betty, where you at, dude? Where you at, Betty? What? So, uh, uh, I mean, it's not, it's not like Astro style. But uh, uh, remember when he pulled like the, the little card out of dude's uh, pants? Like kind of re- maybe like a month ago. No. He, he, so you know how how players keep their card mm-hmm. in their pocket. Mm-hmm. Well, he reached in and pulled one out. You didn't. You didn't see that. I didn't see that. I'm sorry. I missed it. Okay. Well, he pulled he pulled out uh, one of the cards, and he just kind of looked at it real quick, and then I think they were just like, "Hey, give me my card back." Mm. But uh, maybe it was yesterday. Uh, you know how catchers have like the wristband that has like flips up. Yeah. Okay. Well, the catcher like walked to first, or he got on first base somehow. And uh, Aguilar just walks over and he just flips it up and he looks at it oh. and the and the, the the guy just gives him a dirty ass look like what the fuck for real you haven't seen that no I haven't seen it I'm sorry oh yeah dude. I thought he was just well I mean I mean you know, like, maybe that's like, his personality clearly he's fucking around but like is he <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> like is he really like that's probably gonna make people a little more cautious around him now especially for the fact that he's gone. Three for five yesterday, two for four the day before, three for four the day before, <laughs> one for four the day before, and in between those one, two, three, four games, he has gone five, eight, nine, four, seventeen with three homers, seven RBIs, and four runs scored. Bro, really? <laughs> yeah, he's on my fantasy team. Thank that, you. That's what I was going to say. Like He's clearly <laughs> on your fantasy team. So... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Jesus Aguilar turning it around for the Marlins, maybe contributing to their yeah. positive run differential. Yeah, look, look, look that shit up okay. a little later, dude. I will. It, I will. And those, those listening to this podcast, look up Jesus Aguilar and his last at-bats. Uh, I'm interested to see if you pick that up, too. And, uh, Juan Soto and the Washington Nationals at a minus five. Juan Soto was injured for a bit. Yeah, The Nationals was. have he, been playing hurt for a little bit. They've been playing hurt, but, Strasburg. Strasburg's you know, out. Strasburg's on one of my fantasy teams. Scherzer just had a baby. Out. He dealt and then went to go have his kid. Like, he just left the stadium. He's like, I'm out. Peace. His wife, by the way. Fact well, check. Yeah, fact check. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to all the ladies having babies. <laughs> all the single ladies, too. <laughs> With guys that have uh, two different colored eyeballs. <laughs> I wonder what color your eyes your baby will have. We'll find oh, out. Oh, shit. One or the other. Um, <laughs> imagine it comes out with like a third color that's not even the third eye <laughs> oh shit anyway no that's not you Scherzer it comes out of Cyclops <laughs> one eye <laughs> joke's on you dad one eyed monster St. Louis 23 and 15 plus Mike 27 <laughs> I'm sorry. was on a magazine cover <laughs> All right, all right. St. Louis sitting at 23 15 plus 27 in the central yeah. of the league from the national side. Yep. Everybody else is sitting at a negative with a, almost a losing record all the way across. Now, Except for St. Louis, of course. St. Louis, yeah. Milwaukee is at 20 and 19, but NL West, who's on top over there, Boski? Uh, some really big men. <laughs> They're 
Also known as giants. Definitely not midgets. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the, uh, the, the anti-midgets. <laughs> the San Francisco anti-midgets. <laughs> Looming large. The oppo midgets. <laughs> oh man. Yes, we're talking about the giants. The midget antonyms. <laughs> All right, all right, I'm done. we're done. Yeah, yeah, keep, keep going. The Giants, twenty-three and fifteen, <laughs> with a plus thirty-two. I mean, they're sustaining it. Really, though, uh, some way, somehow. Like, is Kevin Gossman that good? <laughs> I, I guess. I know he was good with the Orioles, but he had a tendency <laughs> to leave the ball over the Buster plate. Buster Posey, Buster Posey, dude's hitting like three eighty. Their bullpen has really been the uh, Tyler Rogers is a. Filthy motherfucker. Tyler Rogers has been holding down that bullpen for Dude the is gross. I picked him up on one of my fan. I think it was our league. He's he's on our fantasy team as a podcast. Oh, okay. Dude's so, disgusting. He yeah. just he strikes dudes out. You've seen where, you know, how that ball moves out of his hand. And it's just yeah, it's gross. absolutely disgusting. It's gross. I don't Quito, want I don't want to face that. Uh Disclafani. You remember that guy? Descalfani. Descalfani, but it's Disclafani. Pitching to a 2.14 ERA for the year. Disco Fanny. (laughs) 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 That's how I was born. (laughs) That's hot. My parents grew up in the 70s. Nice. Yep. But Tyler Rogers, uh, to your point, and Jake McGee also holding down the lineup, but Tyler Rogers, that submariner, throws, you know. The um, the submariner. The sub, yeah, he throws, you know, from a, a lower register. You know, he kind of really gets under it. His release points. He really low. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. So, um, plus 32. Tyler Rogers, yeah, 0.79 ERA, 22 innings pitched with a 0.79 whip. Um, the pitching's, I think, been been the trick, and as well as, mm-hmm. you know, timely hitting. Yeah. Evan Longoria and um, Buster Posey are kind of having renaissance seasons for them. Yeah, it's good. good to see. Maybe they just needed some time off, like the COVID, COVID-wise. I, I, I mean, you why know? not, right? But, yeah, I, but Posey, he opted out, right, last season? Uh, I believe. he did. I, I think he did opt out for last season. You got to fact check that guy. Yeah. But they do have three hitters tied with eight home runs for the year. Brandon Belt, Brandon Crawford, and Buster Posey. Interesting. The Killer Bees. The Killer Bees. Brandon, Brandon, and Buster. Nice. So... The is new, it sustainable? The, the new age old beat killeries? Is it sustainable? Is it like I mean, are the Dodgers <clears throat> is there because they're they've been struggling the last couple of games. Yeah. They've been scuffling, but they've won two in a row. They did win if two in a win, row against they, Seattle. If they win one more, that's called a winning streak. <laughs> but it was against Seattle. Is that a, is that is that something to brag about? That's a major league team. Okay. They do still have a plus forty run differential. You gotta shit on somebody to, to get hot. I think that's. I guess you're right. In my yeah. opinion, you have to beat the teams you're supposed to beat. Yes. So there you go. They're, that's what they're doing. Yeah. But maybe maybe a turnaround is in place for them. I mean, obviously they're a talented team. Yeah. So uh, so as far as the run differentials in the National League West, plus thirty two for the Giants, plus twenty seven for the Padres, mm-hmm. uh, plus forty for the Doyers. Yep. Uh, and a negative twenty four each for Arizona and Colorado because they. Suck. So the Dodgers still clearly with the run differential advantage, their offense, yeah, and their pitching should click at the same time, probably later in yeah. the year. Yeah. So wait till the uh, till the, the the hotter months come, especially in SoCal. Mm-hmm. You know, they they, they have the, they have the talent to turn it around it a little bit later on. Yeah. 
But as far as a team that may not have the talent and needed reinforcements, uh-huh. that would be the Seattle Mariners. Oh, what? Boop, 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 boop. Boop, boop, boop. As you all know, that's my team. And I will rep the Mariners till the day I die. I have been tempted to leave the Mariner bandwagon. However, Mm. there's always seats. Yeah. And sometimes it's a little crowded on other teams. So I'm going to take the guaranteed spot. And I will always take the Mariners every single year. And this year, we're looking at a potential turnaround. Right now, the Mariners are sitting at 19 and 20. And if they win tonight, they will. Oh, actually, they did win tonight. So therefore, they are 19 and 20 after tonight's nice. win. But they did call up Jared Kalenic and Logan Gilbert. On our last podcast, we talked about Jared Kalenic a little bit, mm-hmm. whether the Mariners were going to call him up. And, and then they did. And they did. Yeah. <laughs> they did. <laughs> I said, especially since the no-hitter happened, Yeah, that put a focus on their offense. Funny and that you say since the no-hitter happened, because they almost got no hit they on almost, the night that he got called up. They almost got no hit on the night he got called up, but mm-hmm. they did not. Demo, Dylan Moore hit a homer that game, and they did not get shut out. At least. And they won tonight on a homer by Jared Kalenic. So, I mean. I mean, 500 ball's cool. Five, well, <laughs> one more win and they'll be playing 500 ball. And what does it mean for Seattle? Well, from my point of view, all of their talent is up at this point. Yeah. Most of their talent is, is up at this point. They've got a couple of the guys that they're still kind of waiting on. Like, for example, Julio Rodriguez, who's playing in high A, and Noel V. Marte, who's playing low A. Um, they're a long ways away probably from the major leagues. Yeah. But – their top talent that has been in their minor leagues is up now. You have uh, Sheffield, Justice Sheffield. You have Justin Dunn. You also have Logan Gilbert up. And he's, then, he started last night, right? He started last night, yeah. and he didn't do too well. Played yeah. or Pitched four innings, struck out five, no walks. Uh, but as far as offense, you already got Kyle Lewis. You've already got now Jared Kelenic. You've got Evan White. And uh, J.P. Crawford, Dylan Moore. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of your young players are up at the major league level now. So what yeah. does this mean for the Mariners? Well, it's make or break. Make or break. It's make or break. And they the, got to make it happen. The captain at the helm is Kyle Seager. Kyle Seager and Marco Gonzalez, the two veterans on the team. Yeah. Uh, whether they're overpaid or not is to be determined by the end of the season, I yeah. think. Speaking of uh, Marco Gonzalez, check out the YouTube YouTube day three of spring trading. Is it up now? <laughs> it will. Yes, it it is up. By the time this uploads, it is going to be up. It is. It is just done. I haven't seen it yet. No, you but haven't. A lot of a lot of the baseball player or people that follow baseball have have heard about Jared Kalenic coming up. And yep, he's he's a talented player. Have you seen his at bat, Boski? Have you seen the way he bats? Uh, no. Have you seen his batting stance? No. You should watch it. Okay. It, it, it it's <laughs> it's very rhythmic. Okay. His uh, batting stance, mm-hmm. almost like a predator hunting a prey. Well, yeah, you have to be a predator in the batter's box. Exactly. If you don't walk if if you don't walk into the fucking box with that mentality, you're done. 
He's got a little bit of a like a rocking chair type of approach in his uh, mm-hmm. and his at bat. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm interested to see what you think of his approach as a hitter. Okay. So yeah, yeah the, the Mariners are calling up their players right now, and it's make or break this year. It's about time. Yeah, it's it's yeah. this year and next year and maybe the year after, and that's our window. Yeah. So we'll see what it happens. Should be fun. I mean, the the Mariners got some nice uniforms, man, they, and they got it's like the variety of their uniform is nice. I like it's sexy. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it is. It's inspired <laughs> the colorways in my new house. Did it really? <laughs> in a way, nice. Uh, yeah, that's how it should be. We'll see what the navy blue, the northwest green, mm-hmm. and the white interesting uh, does. You're gonna have a northwest green house? I don't know, man. We'll see that, when HQ3 comes like, to fruition. Be like, oh yeah, that's fucking DH's house. Right you there. can tell, <laughs> like we're here in the pop room and Boski's HQ1, mm-hmm. and you can tell it's a Red Sox slash Star Wars slash Marvel <laughs> slash straight, feel. straight up straight up nerd I mean, shit. But there's well, I mean, speaking of like HQs, like I'm gonna I'm gonna start my re uh, my overhauled HQ in the uh-huh. garage. Yeah, soon, and it'll have a Red Sox flare. Definitely, the one of the walls is painted red, candy apple red, candy be, apple red. To be specific, fuck, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. That's a dope ass name for a color, candy apple red. You know, <laughs> if Boski were to have a porn star name, what? <laughs> it would be candy apple red, candy apple red. <laughs> Interesting. So, anyway, yeah. So you got your own flare. Um, what what do you think, Rubes? HQ2 is going to be like. Is it, you think it's going to be all dodgered out like a Dodger cape? Mm-hmm. There's going to be hints of blue, I'm sure. Yes. The Dodger so? Dodgers threw up all over that already. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they shit all over his wall. <laughs> the Dodgers are like, we're going to shit Dodgers all over this. I'm interested to see what HQ2 is going to be like, Rube, if you're listening to this episode. Yeah. yeah we're wondering. <laughs> we're thinking. So HQ3. There's no, there, there's no mystery. There's no mystery. There's no there. mystery. You already know what you're getting. Yeah. There's a little into. mystery with HQ uh, 1.0. Wait, wait. 2.0? No, wait. One, 1. 1.1. This is HQ one. This so, is HQ one. So, so it'd be HQ 1.1. 1.1. Okay. Then 1.1 because it's it's gonna move out of this room at some Ooh, point. All right. Yeah, it's gonna move out of this room at some so, point. So <laughs> look out for that. Um. So yeah, Seattle. They got their play, uh best prospects coming up. You know, I expect them to to perform mm-hmm. this year and next. It's make or break. Yeah, we got to make something happen. Well, hopefully, it's been man. since two thousand and one since we made the postseason. If we don't make postseason this year, twenty years. Yeah, extending a professional sports record. Damn, that's tough, man. That's tough. Boski, you know it's your window. It's you were your- born in eighty five. I was born in eighty five. You know, you don't Nin- remember 86, 19, but... 1985. <laughs> <laughs> For all you young-ass motherfuckers out there. <laughs> yeah, before the 2000s. So, but you don't remember in the 1986 World Series. You were a year old. The Red Sox made the World Series in 86. Mm-hmm. And they also made the World Series in 2004. Which we won. 2007. Which we won. 2013 which we won 2018 which we won five years uh-huh you've made the postseason since you've been alive i'm spoiled you sure are i'm very spoiled. I'm a little jealous. i've been spoiled my entire life i'm I, used to it i am that jealous. i will continue to be used to it i am that jealous sibling rube has had a world series in 88 yeah he don't remember that he doesn't know that nah 87 too or no no it's just 88 just 88 mm-hmm. okay and, and then 2020 
2020. Also you, 20... Oh, well, if we're talking World Series appearances. Yeah, World yeah. Series appearances. Yeah. Cause, uh, 17, 18. 17, uh, 18, and 20. 20. And yeah, you guys, both of you guys combined, nine World Series yeah. for your team. That's crazy. I'll never know how it feels. I'll never know. I'll never know. I just want to tell you guys. I'm just like, I'm just happy for you, okay? Like, I'm always the bridesmaid, never the bride, but it's okay for me. Hey, man. I'm happy. I'm happy. Single and alone forever. (laughs) All right, moving on. Hey, man, but just open invite. You can always. Vacation in the nation. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the invite, Boski. Yeah. Thank you for the invite. I'll always be tempted. For sure. All right. Corbin Burns strikes out 58 batters before he walks a guy. That's a lot, dude. That is sure is. Dude, the dude just shoves. He sure does. He says, here, hit it, bitch. And then they don't. Shoves it up your mouth. <laughs> so 58 strikeouts is a re- a regular season record. That's crazy. At any point in the regular season. Mm. And he did it to, to open up the season. He did it to open up the season. You mm-hmm. know what the record was to open a season? 52? 51. Okay. It was 51 to open a regular season by, do you know who? Nolan Ryan? No. <laughs> okay, one more guess. Uh, give me an era. Uh, 2000s. Halliday. No. Okay, I give up. It was Kenley Jansen. <laughs> what the? Damn. <laughs> I would have never guessed. <laughs> The old mark for most strikeouts, now this is from Barons.com. Most The old mark from most strikeouts starting a season before issuing a walk was to the Kenley Jansen, who struck out 51 batters in 2017 before he walked somebody. Now, at any point in a regular season, it was 57, uh, which belonged to Adam Wainwright. Nice. Belonged to Adam Wainwright, uh, who... Struck out 57 batters before he walked a guy. So Burns, I'm sorry, 56. Burns uh, reached 57 to break the record. Well, there you go. And he ended at 58. Dude's a stud. I have him on one of my fantasy teams. Do you really? Did you draft him? Yes. What position? Ah, fuck. I don't remember. Was it like one of the early picks or was it in the hundreds? Um, I mean, if you continue on, I can double okay. check that. Well, real quick. we will fact check you on that as you double check when you drafted Corbin Burns. I would say that would be a phenomenal fantasy pickup if you drafted him before the 100 mark. Corbin Burns was drafted by the Riders, mm-hmm. 62nd overall. Wow. Boski. I know. I know. That is awesome scouting right there, Th- my friend. Thank you, all the podcasts that I listened to. Mm-hmm. You guys were great. Thank you for the scouting reports. Mm-hmm. It was awesome, awesome scouting. Yep. Yeah. He's going to do wonders for uh, the Brewers, as well as uh, Brandon Woodruff. That dude shoves, too. They're both shoving. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Albert Pujols clears waivers. This is our next topic. <sighs> Albert Pujols has cleared waivers, which, if you listen to our last podcast, mm-hmm. means that... So sad. Yes, means that he can f- sign with anybody without uh, that team having to pay his contract, like his $30 million a year mm-hmm. contract. Angels will be responsible for that part of it. The check, and is, he can, the check is signed, right? It is signed, it That's is sealed, it. And, and it delivered. has been delivered. I love that. And will continue to be delivered until he uh, 
until the contract runs out. This future Hall of Famer secured the bag a long time. He sure has. Mm -hmm. And he is now available to any team out there willing to pay the major league minimum. That's crazy. I saw a graphic. Supposedly four teams are interested. And he reached out to the Cardinals for part-time role. So do is there any word as to what those four teams are or uh, who they are? No, I don't know. Mm. No, based on my research, which is uh, very, uh, very little because I have very little time to do these. To I, do these I, kinds I, of I things. saw the post also, though. There's four teams mm. that are interested in his services and there's there's no information as to who mm. those four teams are. But I wonder who it is. When this episode airs, there might be information at that point. Maybe. But it's Friday. We don't know who it is. We can only speculate. It's Friday. You ain't got no job. You ain't got shit to do. <laughs> so you're going to speculate. You're going to speculate who Pujols is going to sign with. Well, it's actually Pujols that I'm talking about. It's Friday. He ain't got no job. He ain't got shit to do. <laughs> he ain't got no job. He ain't got shit to do, but he got paid. Let's hit him up. Get him on the so, pod. <laughs> I don't know. I still think it's going to be the White Sox. I mean, oh, they just collided. The two guys. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Abreu, first baseman for the White Sox. Abreu, he just who was it today um, friday there was a play where hunter dozier hunter for dozier. the kansas city mm-hmm. royals popped a ball up on the infield yeah and he just kind of put his head down and started running towards first base he, but he, he, he kind of like jogged around the pitcher a yeah bit. no he jogged around the catcher who okay. was trying to catch the ball but unbeknownst to him the <laughs> nice. first baseman was charging from uh-huh. his position to catch the pop fly and then they just and yeah, he was running full speed. Yeah, that first baseman for the White Sox, his name is Jose Abreu. Jose Abreu, mm-hmm. a big body man, coming big, down first base. Big burly man. A big burly, big body burly man coming down first <laughs> base like a big train. Hunter Dozier a, also a big body man. A big burly first dirt person. <laughs> big, <laughs> big burly first dirt man. Person, yeah, dirt person, yeah, he could he could be non-binary, and first big burly first dirt human. He he, he main human is his that's you can't you can't make it. Uh, big burly <laughs> first base organism coming down first base, but he's a huge body bioorganism crashes into hundred Dozier <laughs> coming down first base line and knocks they they both hit the ground hard <laughs> we're trying to be too politically correct here and it's just <laughs> fucking everything up <laughs> over here just trying not to laugh it's just building up all right quit, quit getting all up in your feels and um know I'm that we're talking, okay, so. <laughs> talking about a first baseman and those skeleton i can't do it i'm sorry so, <laughs> you'll watch terminator 2 <laughs> free ad <laughs> Oh man! The man that's in the movie <laughs> does not ask for permission to smoke his doggies <laughs> in his house, and I'm going to fuck my housemaid and have a baby. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> With the hey baby, <laughs> come on over here, baby. Oh god. So anyway, do Love the it. do the White Sox have an opening now after that crash? Potentially. Potentially, and with Tony Larusa. You know, being at the helm of the White Sox, it only makes sense that he signs his son to play first base for them. (laughs) That son being Albert Pujols. Nice. So he clears waivers. He's free to sign. Do you think he actually signs 
a contract to play the rest of the season with somebody. Yeah, he wants to. But do you think he actually will? Do, do I think, think it'll happen? actually happen? Uh, do you think it's going to happen? That's a tough question. I, I want to see it happen, but He's, then but then again, like I want to see it happen with St. Louis. He's 33 home runs away from 700. Does he hit 33 home runs from this point? I predicted that he would. That was my preseason prediction that he'd hit 700. It would be a stretch. Because, At this point, yeah. At this yeah, point, yeah. yeah. He, he'd have to just go off. If he were to hit 33 home runs for the rest of the season, that would put him at about 37 home runs for the year. Yeah. So. It's nuts. That would be wild. And, like, all his hits are home runs, nothing else. He just gets 33 hits, and they're all home runs. Home runs, singles, or double plays. He pulls a Pablo Sandoval, but he does it in every game. Mm-hmm. Just comes up and hits a dinger, pinch hit dinger. That's all he does. All respect to Albert Pujols, though, because, I mean, for pretty much most of our baseball fandom lives, yeah, he's been a beast. Yep. He's been a beast. I love it. So I really do wish the best for him. I hope he does sign with somebody. Yeah. And I really do hope that he goes off and hits – you know, those 33 home runs the rest of the year. But, you know, internally, I don't think it's going to happen. Agreed. I don't think it's really going to happen. Yeah, I, I don't think that he'll uh, play with the A's. That's for sure. Definitely won't go to They Oakland. have uh, Matt Olsen. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, speaking of the A's. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, looks like they're trying to do the old political bluff. The Oakland A's. Yeah. Will. Are they leaving Oakland? Perhaps. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Perhaps they will no longer be known as the Oakland A's after this season. But Mm. there's rumor that they will relocate. Somewhere. Somewhere else. In the West Coast, probably. Most likely. Most likely. Yeah. um, In an attempt to add pressure to Oakland, the Oakland City Council... To allow them, the Oakland government, to <laughs> get that gum and cheese, gum and cheese, <laughs> make some cases. That St. Joe's farm cheese, <laughs> shit bomb though. <laughs> it really is. And uh, open up a new stadium. They need a new stadium. They're yeah. looking for a waterfront ballpark in yeah. Oakland, which looks nice. The concept art is <sighs> fucking nice, dude. Bro, that's a destination right but there. At the same time, it's like shit. Do we got to shoot on over to Oakland Coliseum mm-hmm. just? Because it's not going to exist no more. Well, I mean, that, no does, one's going to use it. Does Oakland have a history of this, though? Teams leaving their city? Of course. Really? The same team has left the city twice. Which team is that? Uh, Some team out of this sport. Do they? <laughs> I was going to say, do they play baseball? Boski, no. you know about this team? Of course. What? I, okay. Look it. We're talking about... <laughs> The Do- Raiders. Dodgers fans come hand in hand with Raiders fans. <laughs> come on now, Boski. <laughs> um, I mean, but, in most cases, it's true. <laughs> it's very true. It's but, very, very, very Yeah, true. Oakland does have a history of professional teams leaving their city. Yeah. So the Raiders, the now Las Vegas Raiders, they were in Oakland. Then they mm. went to Los Angeles. And then they went back to Oakland. <laughs> and now they're in Vegas. So good for them. You know, <laughs> it's like, you know, when you uh, you're, you're in a relationship. And things aren't going that well. You're like, you know what? I'm out. Peace. Bye, She's like, bye. All right, go. And you go, and you're like, you know. And this wasn't as good. 
Yeah, I, I think I miss my. I think girl. I like Felicia. I miss my. I think I like Felicia. Hi, Felicia. <laughs> so you go back and you're like, "Hi, Felicia," <laughs> and she's like, mm-hmm. uh, "Oh, you back?" Oh, all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, you know like, what? Of course, you're back. I uh, I was just thinking about things. <laughs> I just think we're better off together. Oh shit! <laughs> Felicia is like, mm, "Me too." <laughs> and so you you come to a reconciliation, <laughs> but then Felicia oh, be acting up again. <laughs> Because Felicia bipolar. <laughs> and then you're like, bye, Felicia. Bye, Once Felicia. again. This time it's forever, Boski. It's not, they're not coming back together. They went to a new house, <laughs> new city. <laughs> Straight up got a new tattoo. Yeah, man, it's a wrap. So the Oakland A's potentially could be going to Las Vegas. Do you think they're going to Vegas? It kind of makes the most. If they don't stay in Oakland, man, they got they got to go to Vegas. So if the Oakland A's are indeed going to leave Oakland, where do you think is the best fit for them? Vegas. Why is that? Because there are so many people there. All right. I think Vegas is growing. Vegas is definitely growing. <clears throat> There's a lot of space out there. They're building new homes. Yep. Okay. I think Vegas just makes the most sense. The weather, like it doesn't rain over there. I think Ever. the the best fit is here in Riverside. In Riverside? <laughs> okay. Really? So I'm, I'm fucking around. Oh. I mean, I'd love for the Oakland A's to come to Riverside and, and put a professional stadium here. But in reality, I think it's going to be Portland. But doesn't it rain a lot over there? No, not really. No? Not really, no. They, I mean... It they, rains, but not that much. They, they got to stay on the west. They got to stay gotta, on the west, because then, then you got to realign. Yeah. Because I've heard talks of, like, like uh, Nashville. Yeah. yeah uh, Nashville, I heard about. Uh, the Carolinas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's on the east. Like, they can't be in the western yeah. division. Like, they got to realign a bunch of shit. I so, really... Fuck that. You're right. I think it's going to be a west coast, and mm. it's going to... I think it could be Vegas. You're right. It could be yeah. Vegas, but I think Portland is the best yeah. choice. And I think Vegas, too, just because, like, there's so much money there. Right. There's so much money there. Yeah. They can be like, oh, you want to invest? You want to invest? Everybody wants to invest. You well, know? shit. Even Sam Manuel has yeah. bought out a casino out in Vegas. Really? Yeah. Which one? Some oh. some small time? No, no, no. Is it one um, of the ones off the strip that's like, it's better to stay there? Or I is think, it? I, o- think, I think it is. Or Old Town Vegas. But San Manuel Bingo and Casino here in San Bernardino has bought a casino in Vegas and it is called the Palms. They bought the Palms. They bought San Manuel Bingo. The, or Palms, San Manuel is on, the Palms is on the Indians. strip. It's on the, well, it's like off the strip, but it's like officially mm-hmm. on the strip. This is according to travelweekly.com. <laughs> Palms Casino Resort shuttered in the pandemic. Finds- First of all, if you can travel weekly, you ain't got time to read Travel Weekly. <laughs> the fuck <laughs> that's why i don't travel weekly <laughs> therefore it came up on my feet there you go but sam Manuel band of mission indians is buying the palms casino resort in vegas that's from crazy. red rock resorts for 650 million dollars in cash million dollars 650 million dollars dude we paid for that so <laughs> <laughs> the fuck so it's like it's it's like it's ours but it's yeah. gonna stay at their house <laughs> so uh therefore the oakland a's according to jeff passan on espn.com says that on tuesday they will start exploring the possibility of relocating 
with the blessing of Major League Baseball. So your man, Robbie Mann, has straight up said, yeah, hey, man, let's go find another corner. Let's go find another block. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Got to be more cheese over here in this block. You know what I'm saying? You know, there's oh all kinds God. of mouse and rats, but they ain't no possums. They ain't no <laughs> raccoons. They ain't a bunch of rats over here. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to get that cheese. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're getting that cheese out here in Vegas, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Government cheese. Government cheese. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so there you go. Uh, <laughs> well, there you have it. <laughs> it could be Vegas, but I think it's going to be Portland at the end of the day. Oh, that's nuts. If Oakland doesn't fork over the cheese, <laughs> it's going to be somewhere else. That's fucking hilarious, man. I but, can't, I'm not going to get over that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, here over here at Sunday League, the podcast is going to be a West Coast team. Yeah. It's got to be. be a West Coast team. It, does, does it, make, it makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. What else we got? All right, Boski, let's finish this up here. Um, talking about the last two subjects of the day, mm-hmm. ESPN has renewed a deal with MLB to allow them to broadcast How games many? for the next eight seasons through 2028. Eight, eight seasons? I'm kind of confused. Why? Are, <laughs> well, they got to make deals, right? Business deals. Yeah, they really do. Your man, Robbie Mann, is always working. So... Used to work on them fucking umpires, man. Shit. <laughs> According Fuck to, faces. to this article written by Scott Polasic. That boy Scott Polasic. Scotty P in the house. Major League Baseball is not <laughs> leaving ESPN airwaves anytime soon. Thank you, Scotty P. <laughs> the league and network announced a seven year contract extension that runs through 2028. ESPN will show 25 weeks of Sunday Night Baseball. The MLB Little League Classic, Boski's favorite no, game, <laughs> and an opening night game, as well classic. as the Home Run Derby as part of the deal. Wow. It will also carry wild card games in the postseason. So, let me touch on this a little bit. There's a bit of a caveat, okay. according to this article in the New Deal. Enlighten me, because I have no fucking clue. All right, here you go. As the playoff format for the 2022 season is still undetermined to this point, and I'm quoting this article, the league expanded to eight wildcard playoff series during the 2020 year. You remember that? Yeah, it was dope. I like Right. Eight wildcard playoff series. With the first and second place finishers, as well as two additional wildcards per league. Now they are back to the traditional format this year with just one wild card matchup per league so therefore if there is expansion to eight series again in 2022 which is next year espn will carry every single one of those games it sounds like they're gonna expand playoffs <laughs> you think so you think so well why the fuck else would they make that deal That's, well here you go so if there is not the network will receive eight additional regular season games per year because they will ah, only carry one of the wild card series. Oh, okay. Well, then. So, do you think Boski they're going to expand playoffs next year? Uh, they're definitely going to talk about it at the new CBA. The new CBA coming up will in December? take effect next year. Yeah, in December yeah. The or end something of like this that? year. It ends in December. Yeah, this year will be the last Oof. year of the current collective bargaining agreement Oof. between. I, I expect uh, the twenty twenty two season to start late. MLBPA and MLB. Uh, you know, dude, there's a lot of stuff happening right uh-huh. now that is going to cause <laughs> a lot. There's so much shit in the works right now, dude. <sighs> Robot com- umpires are coming. Of confusion for next year. They're going to bring back juiced balls to keep the fan interested. Yeah, they, They're going to they, move the mound back. 
And they juiced balls. They oh. dejuiced the balls. They're going to rejuice the balls. This year, they're shooting blanks. <laughs> <laughs> next year. Oh, there are going to be lots of babies next year. Oh, dude. <laughs> don't catch a home run ball if you don't want a baby. Because uh. that ball is juiced. They're going to legalize sticky. They're going to Stick, legal, legalize the sticky icky? Yeah. They're going to legalize the sticky icky, but they're going to move the mound back one whole foot. And they're going to make the bases bigger. The bases going to get bigger. <laughs> There's going to be robots out there. <laughs> and you bad They're going to be like, <laughs> out. <laughs> Strike. Uh, yeah. So, but your man, Robbie Man, ain't gonna sound no, like no robot. Your bad boy, man, Robbie Man, gonna be right here. <laughs> How would he say strike three? <laughs> bitches, you be looking at that shit. Oh, bitches, go back. <laughs> oh, you bitches, that's a strike three. Oh, you cut looking. Oh, what you looking at? I'm over. Oh, shit. Your boy, man, Robbie Man, called you out. There you go. Anyway, <laughs> no, um, I, there's a lot of changes that's going to happen, so I think at the end of this year, it's going to be a lot of question marks. Uh, the MLB and the Players Association yeah, have a lot with this whole work through. Uh huh. Especially now that uh, they each filed a grievance against each other. And we can joke about it now, but at the end of the year, we're going to be like, gonna be, fuck yeah, we're going to be like, the damn, f- the fuck we going to talk about? <laughs> what are we going to podcast about this time? <laughs> it's going to be a, la- a, a, a labor union podcast for a little while. We still got the KBO. That's right. We still got, we still got. They're over there like, look at those peasants in America. <laughs> <laughs> Man. <laughs> Arguing over money. <laughs> They have we, no honor. We far ass. <laughs> they yeah. have a they have a big ass sword as oh, a trophy. Oh my gosh, Ugh. dude! I really hope these international leagues are not looking down and laughing at Major League Baseball at the end of the year. But it's possible. <laughs> it is. It really is. It's very much possible at the end of the year there is no agreement and there's a lockout, and we're stuck. But we'll see. Yeah, for now at we least ESPN see. has a deal with baseball. Yeah, ESPN will have baseball for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Through 2028. Um, Last topic of the night. We were talking about the MLBPA and MLB. Well, it appears that, yeah, they're headed for a lot of turmoil at the Mm -hmm. end of the year because... They're going to fight. They're going to have fight night. According to Adam Wells on Bleacher Report, the union and MLB are at odds. Major League Baseball Players Association has reportedly filed a grievance against MLB stemming from the pandemic-shortened 2020 season. Per Joel Sherman of the New York Post, the MLBPA is seeking an estimated $500 million in damages from the league for not acting, quote, in good faith for last year to play as many games as possible, end quote, when the two sides were negotiating a deal. Yikes. This Yikes is going to be fun. Indeed, Boski. So we're in May. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not even at the All-Star game. Enjoy this season. Enjoy. Yes. Embrace this yes. season. Love um, this season. I, I would like to go into more details of this article, but I really don't want to because it can you know, get a little messy. It's going to get messy. It's going to get messy. And this one's starting to get a little long. Yep. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> so <clears throat> in the end, Boski, um, you know, I'm going to enjoy baseball as much as I can. We have to. We have to. We have to because all we got. Mariners are doing some semi well. They're showing a glimmer of hope. Red Sox are showing a glimmer of hope. <laughs> the Dodgers are losing some They're hope. losing their glimmer of hope. <laughs> so we'll enjoy it as much as we can this year. 
the All-Star Game will be played in Colorado this year. Yeah. And if you're in Colorado, don't go punching fans. Please don't. Oh, yeah. That video on our Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> they got knocked the fuck out. Sure did, man. But Dude, that's I think I dropped like three or four or five Friday references today. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but Holy shit. It's fucked up. You know, Padres fans have a little chip on their shoulder. But um, enjoy it this year. Yeah. Enjoy baseball as much as you can this year. Because you might not get it next you, year. Exactly. You yep. might not get it next year. You heard year. it here first. You heard it here first hopefully, or second. Or third or fourth. And maybe some of the players listening, hopefully they come to their senses and say, you know what? We need baseball next year. Mm-hmm. But I, I have a strong feeling that it's it's not going to be... <sighs> it's going to be tough. It's not going to be a, an on-time event next year. An on-time event. <laughs> what do you think about it, Producer Creep? certainly take you out to a ball game this year but you should care if you get back because if you didn't get back that means you got abducted oof nah not fun and on that <laughs> note that's all i got for tonight's yeah, episode that's all i got that was fun went longer than expected <laughs> jesus <laughs> christ uh well rube we hope you're having fun this weekend and we look forward to hq2 hq2 coming down uh hopefully for one of the episodes we should be recording something next week in our immediate future yeah Yeah. in our immediate future we look forward to that yeah i'll be gone in colorado smoke all that weed (laughs) that's not why i'm going but i plan on doing so there you go and then um we'll be back for next week and we might even be down in san diego hopefully i hope so that'll be fun the Mariners play the Padres down in San Diego, and I I hope to go to that game. Yeah, Boski appears to be uh, in, you know, in agreement that he hopefully he may hopefully uh, join <laughs> me in that game as well. Yep, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see yeah. what happens down in San Diego. Yep, next week. Yep, that's what you can and, expect. Uh, while you wait for our next episode, check out the store. Check out the Instagram. Check out the Twitter. Check out the YouTube. It has a new vlog. Uh, check out Soxy Time. Uh, <laughs> yep, it's Instagram. Uh, check out Monday's Hangout. It'll be fun. It's debaucherous. It's great. I love Lots it. of fun. Yep. And uh, shout out for All Angels Podcast for getting Boski on the episode. Yep. Appreciate being on there. Uh, yeah, it wasn't Boski on there. That's for fucking sure. <laughs> it was. It was this guy kept, Ralph kept it PG thirteen. <laughs> that boy Ralph. Per not per request, but per I asked, and then I got a PG thirteen. So, you know, did they dub over your voice? And when you said, this motherfucker, you were like, this mother flapper. (laughs) What did we say? Uh, We said some shit earlier. Anyway, (laughs) but that's a wrap. All right. That's a wrap for this episode. We're good. Episode 52 in the books. Don't forget your umpire freeze. Five bucks. Catch y'all next week.